This episode of Audio Pollock is brought to you by The Spa Clothing, located at 380 Dot Ave in South Boston. The Spa Clothing is a top-tier screen printing and embroidery shop. Whether you need t-shirts for a league or a family reunion, maybe even hoodies for your construction company, the spot's the place to go. Locally owned and operated for over 17 years, stop by the spa today for all your printing and embroidery needs. Gonna make it if you like it or not. At the top, yeah, I'm reserving my spot. Yeah, you know how I rock. Jade and P.I. got it on lock. I'm making waves and you just go with the flock. Yeah, go with the flow and just stick to the code. It's getting cold, so I just put on my coat. Real cheese, I don't know. This ball work has got me feeling amazing. Like Tim Duncan, I just stick to the basics. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Flavo. What's up? It's Pete. And we're Audio Pollock. Welcome back, guys. What's up, everybody? Today we uh we're gonna do things a little different. Yes. Everybody may know this voice from the intro track. That's I hate really calling it an intro track because it's an actual song called Tim Duncan. Yeah, I, I feel weird calling it that too. But it was he let us use it for our intro track and our outro track, and um, we're appreciative and. To show a little love, we'd like to bring on Shay today for not just an interview, but um, just to go through a the, third party. A hey. third party today. So, ladies and gentlemen. Now it's conspiracy. There's three of us. <laughs> Shay. How y'all doing? How Hi, y'all buddy. Doing? What's going on, Shay? Nothing much. Y'all are family, so of course you can have that music. Yeah, so for those who don't know, me and Shay are actually family. We share a grandmother. And we just share toxicity. <clears throat> yes. Bonded through the toxicity. His father and my mother are brother and sister. And, um. Common we, misconception you're my uncle. Lo- yes. <laughs> it's because of the age yeah, difference, yeah, yeah. but, you know. But, yeah. like, when we were, when I was little, I called you uncle because. Yeah, you, just, I, I get it. Because uh, yeah. my oldest daughter is older than him. So right. It would make sense, but our family's different. So, tell us a little about yourself. Where are you from, Shay? Well, uh, I'm from Boston, Dorchester specifically. Uh, as you know, our family's from Southie. I lived in Southie for a little bit, so in some retrospect, I'm a little bit from Southie, but I'd say in some retrospect, you know, I'm a little bit from Southie, but mostly Dorchester. Dorchester, definitely. So what part of Dorchester? Adams Village, Adams Corner. Oh shit, that, right. that's where. Uh, f- for those who don't know, you might have saw it on World Star Hip Hop a little while ago. <laughs> at the, the McDonald's that a couple people that ran over. That was wild. My my biggest pet peeve about that was all the yuppies were like gawking at the windows. I'm like, if a gun was to get pulled out, it's this time right now, yeah. like right now. They would have went viral for sure. Viral for sure for being dead. awesome so you just had a project that just came out i did what's going on tell us about it back in the day it's out on everything um you know props to props to flab for being there focal point hello helping you know in that process but um you know we were just trying to make remake the vibe that 50 did a lot you know it taking taking good beats and just flipping them, killing them. And we did that with, we flipped the best friend by 50 Cent. We did Still Not a Player. Um, we did Candy Rain. And we did Back in the Day by Ahmad. 
We also did. Uh, oh yeah. What was the LL Cool J song? We also Around did the way, Around right? the Way Girl by LL Cool J, but that had a lot of copyright situations. We'll figure out. Even with SoundCloud, I don't understand. I think what we need to do is like make a video and just drop it on YouTube. What? Not monetize it. So what is what is your name on all platforms? Because I feel like it's difficult sometimes to type in just it's, your name. It's Shay. It definitely helps, like when because when you look up. I'm not, I'm not S-H-E-A. It's, it's, it's pretty difficult because like I'm not Helen that brand. big. Yes. Like the stadium, like the butter. That's what I say, like the butter. <laughs> yes, that's so butter. good. That was like good. Butter, that, you know uh, uh, use that. You know what I'm saying? You know, that shit, you know that shit that's in shampoo? I'm him. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> you know perfect. All up in your hair. That's me. Great. That a that's boy. me. This is great. <laughs> so it's just Shay, your it's name? It's Shay, S H E A. It definitely helps when you're searching on uh, your music platforms if you put in like the name of a song, like Best Friend it, or Back it does. in the Day. Because I'm, I'm, so, I'm not as big yet. You know what I mean? So when you look up Shay, unless you have some of my songs in there previously, or like I think Ice Cube comes up and then a J. Cole song, Shay But a Baby, comes up by Ari Lennox. Um, but. Yeah, you gotta. It, it definitely helps. Also, if you look up Shay Six One Seven, which is my social platforms, the link to everything will is be in my bio. It's a link tree. It will take it. You could just press Spotify or Apple or whatever you need. You know. So there's a little uh, misconception of Pete being a toxic uncle. Yeah. No, no. I, I worry about a little bit of this rubbing off on you, but then... It's more of a mentality. It's also the mentality you should have at your age right now. <laughs> yeah. So I'm kind of with it. I've yeah. been embracing it more and more. As, Just don't I, let them get you. Yeah, I don't can't. Let, hey. I can't. No, I can't. No, you got to play that play I'm you. tapping you know my brain. Yeah. I don't want to play a play position, but I'm the player definition. Yeah. You know yeah. 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 Well, hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. Hmm. Watch, so, watch this. Oh, uh, yeah. One thing, though. Girls aren't I mean. Got, I got wicked, wicked drunk one night, and I was by Amazon by a tattoo gun that I really would have been Pete, but I, I chose against it. No, I go and go. get the gun. <laughs> like, listen. Oh, fuck yeah. it. Get the tattoo. Fuck it. Just don't get no girls' fuck names it. or something. No, dumb no, shit no. Like I'll get, that. like, Dorchester on my fucking kneecap. Yeah. Well, good luck with that. That's going to hurt. So Above my kneecap. Buckle up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, still going to hurt. Buckle up. Like, where your, where's your girls' I mean tattoo? Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, exactly where that is. Above my knee. I have women tattooed all over my body. Speaking of Different girls, I mean, everywhere. got it on my chest right now. Go get some t-shirts by he Pete. Has the t-shirts. We're also. We have any more left? Yeah, we, ha- we have some. Listen, did you he- ever get um, Didi a shirt? Did you respond to him? Who? The, yes, the, yes, the, yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. He got some. Um, Shout out to Deets. Know what we're gonna do? What? I think we should go out and find some mean girls, some real bosses. Not real those fake girls. ones we got oh. in New York. Sorry, you New York. Honestly, missionary sex Man. all over New York. Except Connie. <laughs> no, but Shout out Connie. You're a real one. But the rest of you, missionary sex. How much did you give Connie? Because she's getting a lot of play over here. 40 bucks. Okay. Yeah. That's it. That's the tip. So, yeah, that was it. No, that, no it's. Oh, oh okay. You, I don't. I don't. Yeah. That's like, hey, I'm no, yeah, no Deshaun mean, Watson. But no so, judgment, though. No, you. So, so you explain paid, it to Shay. Shay, you so, ever been to a rubbing tug? 
No, nah, I walked in one by accident one time when I was so. Oh, no, did I? <laughs> no, no, no. Because yeah, I, I walked, I walked in on a by walk, accident in a brothel, but I was trying to buy drugs. And I shit. walked into one in the North End one time by accident. I was doing a project. I was. I went to one year. while everyone was asleep at like eight in the morning. <laughs> That's a perfect time. <laughs> yeah, too. like it was. They woke up. They're like, "Where is he?" Like, oh, one time, um, we were in Mexico for a trip, and. It was a bunch. It was a family trip with one of my friends' family, and everybody brought their girlfriends. Right, <laughs> bad mix. Yeah, no, it was great mix. It was a great time because we're all like family. It oh, was yeah, um, right. shout out to shout out to Bill and his family. It was an amazing time, and um, a couple of my friends were more than friends. So we go along on our family trips together, and we bring our significant other. Right, so yeah. this time we end up in Mexico. Right, and. The day before that, I go down there. We go to the shopping area where there's a bunch of, like, it's wild. Every other block, there's a police. Yeah. And then there's a couple blocks, there's no police, right? And I guess the blocks where there's no police, those are ran by the cartel. Right, right. So we were in a couple of those blocks where it's there's like no Tijuana, police. yeah. No, we were in, um, well, damn, I don't <clears> even know where <throat> I was in Mexico. Tijuana, same kind so, of deal. The Mexican play a deal common is where yeah, we were. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. We right. No, we left and we and were on the strip where, that's like, where you got funny. At, the, at the other end of the strip is where they park the fucking cruises and people shop for a little bit and then mm -hmm. they go back on the boat. Mm -hmm. So we got off on one side and we walked down towards that end, right? So while we're there, I ended up meeting this dude. He's from San Diego. So I'm like, okay, cool, because. I've been trying to get weed the whole time down there, and it was trash, like right, 1994 yeah, no. weed. Fucking yeah, brick, some grass. brick weed. And yeah, stuff. absolutely terrible. Reggie. Backyard bush shit. Yep. Right, Reggie yep. Jackson. So, and they're all telling you it's Kush, right? Because you're on the West Coast. So yeah. They're, they're like, oh, it's Kush, 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 Kush. So it's all bullshit. So this dude's from San Diego. I'm like, oh, I word. Well, like, you're not confused. Yeah. Like, he knows what it is. Bro, I need some good weed, like at least the color green. Like, cut the shit, right? He's like, nah, I got you, right? Like, in here. Now, when I tell you it's like a, a fucking disheveled hotel. It's got like a wrecking ball hit it. It's got fucking tops over it. <laughs> it's a half of a hotel, right? And dude's like, I got to go in there. And I'm like, what? He's like, I got to go in there. I'm like, okay. So I end up going in there, getting weed. It was pretty good, right? So then the next time I got down there, I can't really find the dude. So I go in, I'm trying to go to different shops, this and that. I go in this glass shop, and the dude's like, I got weed. He shuts it down. I'm like, all right, maybe he does, right? Goes behind his counter. He got a terrible weed, too. I'm like, bro, what are we doing? <laughs> Get out He's of like, it. you want what my brother got? I'm like, all right, yeah, let me take you. I'm like, okay. So we go outside. He tells the lady in the shop he's leaving with me. I look at a couple of my friends. I'm like, yo, I'm going with this dude over here in this house. Just letting you know. I'm not asking for permission. I'm just letting you know if I don't come back, yeah. I went in here, right? Right. And the dude's like, good luck. So I go with the dude. As I'm walking to the house, I see the cameras on the outside of this place. I'm like, okay, maybe this is where I want to go, you know? We go in there. Dude's like, hold on, let me go get my brother. I'm standing in the front hallway, right? I'm looking around. The dude's like, here, here's a menu. And he goes upstairs. I'm standing there looking around. Naked chick walks by. I'm like, oh shit, right? Shit, like, you oh, hey. she wants some pussy. Well, I don't know what's going on, right? But I don't I, I think I'm in the plugs house, right? I don't want to fucking doing I don't want no smoke, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm like, oh shit, whoa, hey, scared. let me I'm looking over here, right? 
So I'm still sitting there, and I see another naked chick. I'm like, yo, what the fuck is going on here, right? Like, let me look at this menu before I get myself in trouble. I look at the menu. It's all women. I'm like, oh, shit. I'm in a brothel. Like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, what is going on in here, right? Dude ended up having absolutely terrible weed, by the way, too. Mm -hmm. I ended up meeting the other dude again. But how with the women? I didn't. I'm not. I'm not into paying for sex type of dude. That's not and my was cup it like of tea. Like by the hour? No, I have no idea. <laughs> hey, I I, I kept the menu though. Quick advice to you, real quick, going forward. You're only allowed to spend forty dollars on hand jobs from Asian oh. masseuse parlors. So, so I didn't know that was a rule. That, no, that's the only time I will be okay with you dropping a couple bucks. Like, because okay. if not, just buy her a sandwich from Rondos. Nice. Let's take and so cheese. explain to him the process of this situation. So don't shout out to where we were, no, but no, this is my. Just I, the, I know the this is this is this, this is what goes on in an Asian thing. So uh, rub and tug. So you walk in Asian. Most it's mostly Asian, dude. Like listen, okay. stereotypes are stereotypes because they're kind of true. Sorry, oh, and uh, here we go. So you walk in, and this desk, and you walk up, and have you been here before? <laughs> yes. Yes. So so what if you say no? And so no, say he's a rookie. All right, so. You go in. This is the thing: is you would know to go there because someone would okay, tell I'm you. Okay, I'm me. You're right. the front desk lady. Right. So you've never listen. You've never been there. I'd be like Shay. You go here. When you're in the room, you say this. Anyway, you go in. Hi. Have you been here before? Yes. No. Whatever. No. Put on a robe. Go into the steam room, the sauna, shower. They they wash you like everything. Then they bring you into this room and they put you on the massage table. They get these oils. They start rubbing you on the back, on the front. But these women have tricks, magical tricks with their mm-hmm. hands. They know oh, trigger pros. points, like on the back of your calves. They'll make you fucking rock hard, like yeah. <laughs> That's what, like, what they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is <laughs> these are different. Ma- these are magical hands. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The and, hands uh, are their bread and butter. Yeah, and uh, you know they'll flip you over. And they'll lightly wow. graze, and they'll lightly Dude. graze it within. Oh, then, don't you do jujitsu? How do you let a tiny Asian woman flip you over? No, like because you just, I'm doing. Just it. Like yeah, I'm, I'm in. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, Connie, bro, yeah, Connie, yeah, and Connie, uh, Connie, I'm gonna Connie, get a Connie, Connie, Connie fucking Connie, tattoo, Connie. maybe. Um, I thought you toxic all this Connie talk. And and so then they flip you over, and they'll be like, "Have have you ever done this before?" And you say, "Yep." And they're like, "How much you tip me?" <laughs> and then you discuss the, you bargain or well you can. Is my there, my number's so 40. it's just hand it's just hand jobs though. Yeah, well I don't know I've never went because okay that, it's just what that's what that's, happens there. That's what I. It's the stere- it's 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 the stigma. Yeah, that's what. So I, my question for you though, right? Yeah. Since here we are, you're the fucking fucking Nuru guru. Hand, yeah, you're, you're the hand job <laughs> massage champ right now. So. Is the massage good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's good. It's a it's an enjoyable fucking hour. And Do you change. look her in the eyes? Dude, what I, is the I, con- I don't even no, look I girls. I lo- love them. What, what, con- what, what is the conversation like? Dude, there's none. I mean, <laughs> there's very minimal. But like, I'll tell you what. So, I, this is what happened. I hadn't finished for like two weeks when we went there. Like, I, oh, I, and no, I had you sex like day up, bro. I, she, she goes, was the I, go, I go, I go, oh, she starts like going, oh, and then she goes, oh, you do so much, good boy. And like, I start <laughs> laughing got, in her face. You got a sticker on the way I out. start laughing in her face. Like, I, like, 
that's not, yeah, yeah, I would do the same thing. And like it was all up on my like neck and shit. Like oh, I was she like, called oh. you, she made you not, and then she called you a good boy. Yeah, it was great. It was wonderful. It was very what else? fucking good morning Vietnam. What else could you ask so for? <laughs> he doesn't know that, but you do. That's oh, great. Um, then nothing. Robin she Williams. Wipes you out. boy. I don't know that. That's crazy. Do you, have you seen the movie? Yeah, like ten times. All right. I'm just that. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know so that's how uh, that. That's how Pete gets down in the hand job places. Yeah, I, nice. I mean, it's not. I don't overly do that, but like, if I'm, sometimes I go to weird places because of the women in my life. Yeah, where I don't want to be near women for like. Yes. You'll hit. He'll be like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I take on a lot of bad energy." Like, so listen, I feel like they should give you the hand job first. <laughs> I'd be and leaving. Then I'd give you the no, massage. I'd be out. I, once I go, I once I blow, kinda... I gotta go. T-shirt coming soon. <laughs> they so, can they so, can duck a lot of work if they do that. Yeah, well, not so only that, but the... aren't you there just getting on like tense while they're giving you a massage because no. you're waiting for the hand no, job? It, or... it, it, you, you, no, these women have magical hands. Okay. I, I can't okay. explain it enough. So speaking of women with magical hands. <laughs> Shay, I don't know how tuned in you are with this podcast. I know you're fairly, fairly oh. familiar with it. And Potato was out of the scene, right? But guess what, pal? In this ah. fucking, <laughs> fucking dirty old white roller coaster of a canopy lake fucking ride, Pete goes up and down like you read about. And this fucking weirdo. Saturday got the Post Malone concert canceled with his toxicity. <laughs> Fucking shut no. it down. Everyone thinks Post Malone was hurt. I really believe he saw that Pete and Potato were going to go to this concert on Instagram. I was like, nope. Nope. Canceling this bullshit. <laughs> this is not Fuck good. That. I don't suggest you follow his lead with this bitch. No, no. Sorry no, for no. calling her that. No, I don't sorry. Really it's all right. She would anyway. be fine with it because she's, she's fucking that shit. Does that she bitch. listen so, or no? No, no. Oh, cause this might get a little wild. No, really? it's fine. She won't care. She like no, so. So all right, you you put her on Instagram. Yeah, she's getting uh, a little wild. Wow. Right? She was on. I was on her close friends too. I was on her oh, close okay, friends close too. Friends. So not yeah. even close friends. She's oh. commenting on like things. pictures and stuff. Yeah, that so I respond to. I, and no one else gets responses. Now I'm. I usually say I don't judge, but. If it walks like a duck and talks like a duck, I can't call it a squirrel. <laughs> right. It could have rollerblades on. Right. It's a duck with rollerblades. It's I, not a fucking... All right. It's not Yami or Yaga. You know I'm getting real confused. Go. So I click on her pictures. I click on her Instagram. Yeah. And are we going to pretend that she's attracted to this gentleman she's with? Well, oh, she's not with him anymore. It's they're dis- not, they're not, yeah, right. What happened? Did he lose his money in the pandemic? No, no. She, I, I think she got caught cheating probably. With no. The- so, hold on. On yeah, the way out of... Yeah. This is what I said. I said, like, he's paying for everything, but, she, like, he's she's the- not... Like, she's getting dicked down on the side, and, I'm just, and I was From like, Pete. I wonder who it is. And now I know who... Is digging it down after that fat fucking slob is on top of her. Well, so like, here's the for thing. A bankroll, he, well, though, for well, a bankroll, though. But here's the thing. I respect it. He, she's not there anymore. Like she isn't. I know that because I see her. No, like he's all over uh, her. Instagram. But listen, he already knew about. Yeah. Like, the fuck is you talking about? Listen, that's there so that she can keep the validity, so she can keep that bag. I don't know what you talking but about. He, no, but here's the thing. She's already moved out. Like he, she's. 
Yeah, she's check her Venmo receipts. <laughs> bro, I, I don't care. He's paying like, the rent. Yeah, I know that. Way, yo, that's bro, actually a fact. That's he, like he, he used to pay for the Uber to and from my house for, <laughs> dude, to, no, for no, me to spit in her no, mouth. He, like uh, you think I can't? Like I, I like yeah. listen because that's at the wild. end of the, the end of the day, like I'll pee on her and like send her in an Uber home for Christmas. That'll be his present. <laughs> Why like, he falls asleep at nine because he drank too much whiskey? <laughs> she'll take an Uber to my house. I'll piss in her hair and no send way. her. Do. No, so now but I don't want to dog this with, dude right, out, right? right but, because whatever, I ain't even mad at him. No, I mean, right? You got to know at some point when you're famous or you got a certain amount of money that it's gonna be tough to find somebody who loves you for you. you. Right, you. right, right. Oh, you like Lost too? Oh, really? Yeah, right. Well, I love the Wire too. Well, he found out about yep. me at one point. Right, exactly. So and he's he didn't do anything. I'm not like, mad at him. Right. Per se, but I'm just saying, Pete, at what point did you present yourself to have money to this girl? No. Like, you've known her since like, I used this, are I've you known two her since the same 2015. age? No, I've known her for a while before she turned in, before he paid. It's like a car club, right? He, he had this really nice Ferrari he fixed up, but he didn't know how to drive it. I did because it was my Ferrari. I let it go. I just, I wasn't going to pay to fix it. So I said, here. You take it. So that's your analogy, I right? I saw her. I don't think she's a Ferrari. But so here was here was I mean, here, her body's so, so it's wait. like the, it's like that commercial where it's like, are you on the Buick? And it's like the nice Buick. When this yeah, is like, over, no, I'm gonna so show him her body. No, I know she's yeah. more like the Chrysler 300, <laughs> and that dude paid for it to put the Rolls it's, Royce it's kit you, on it. Yes, I'll go with that. I'll go. I'm good. That's and you're thing. just coming all over the seats. Yeah, I'm just doing what <laughs> I'm That's the do. analogy oh. I'm going to give to wow. this situation. Yeah, but right now I haven't had sex with her. We just fighting. Well, I have had sex with her a million times. But, but like, yeah, not this go around. Right now I'm playing. We're playing. No, elaborate. play a game where you have sex with her and don't not. Oh, this is a dangerous game games. because... There's a lot of like you just were like on a date with a you're like you're on fucking Instagram you're you're liking pictures. It's almost like you're stepping out like in the public like you're holding her hand type of shit. Pete, what the fuck is going on? Well, Danielle we doesn't two... have Instagram. Oh boy, here if Danielle we go. had Instagram, I would shut this down here and I would go. be. Well, Danielle has TikTok, as we know. Really, she yeah. does. I have oh. TikTok, Danielle. Here we come. Oh, Here boy. we go. Peep out of the bay. Peep's got to stop being scared. Of what? Of go to the father house, run up, ask her to go apple picking or whatever <laughs> the fuck you try to do with her. I don't like, know. Like, listen. She it's listens getting, to the before, podcast. She commented on Salty Sweetheart's TikTok. I know she did. That. You yeah. could say, hey, before it gets real cold, I want to know if you want to play a game or one-on-one. I'm into fucking the WNBA, and uh, I got a sick crossover. I got a sick fucking crossover. Fucking step back on it. Hey, who's your favorite WNBA player? Who like who do you? Uh, here's this fucking Kelsey Plum. Kelsey Plum. He's he's pretending to get a tattoo. You gonna get a tattoo? I am. I am. He's drawing it now. October fourteenth oh, is the day. I have it in my phone. The the yeah. She's gonna look like Jessica Rabbit meets um, Lola Bunny. She get a she get a jersey and put Rose uh, Roxy in it. I'm gonna get a Roxy tattoo right here. Yeah, I don't know why you don't have a Roxy tattoo. I just have her name. I have her name right there, Roxy. There you go. Yeah, Roxy's a real one. So what ended up transpiring through this potato shit? Because every time, I gotta stop because I keep thinking like, oh, 
Pete's moved on. I don't know you that long. Like, I know you, but I didn't know you as well as I do now for the length we've known each other. We sort of known each other for, like, a, most of our relationship. Right, right. And we, we've known each other for a decent amount of time, mm-hmm. like, known each other. Yeah. So, but she was never around. She was at the old shop, and one time you said to me, Oh, yeah, yeah. And I FaceTimed her, and you were yeah. like, I like that. You were that's like, I like that. I, yeah, that's when yeah. Um, I tell people that all the time. I'm like, when I first started realizing Pete was as advertised, I used to call him out on some shit. And one time he Facebooked, uh, FaceTimed some chick, and it was pretty funny. Yeah. And that was her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that oh. was her. So she's been around forever, and the reality is this. It's like... Uh, it's like casino, but I'm not De Niro. I'm that fucking slime bag that gets ginger. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's who I am. Like, I'm but, but like, here's the thing. Like, I will jujitsu the shit out of De Niro. Like, I will fucking. It wasn't De Niro yeah. who was tough though. You right, know right, I mean? right. Well, whatever. that's what you gotta realize. Well, whatever. As long as they don't have a, a fucking weapon, we can do that. Like, Your man you know, got money. He's gonna get you fucked up by a couple people. It's all good. I fucking still pissed in her face. Oh, man. So, I mean, whatever, you know. Uh, With Lex. I wish I could Photoshop you because I'd put your face on fucking what's-his-name's body. That would be pretty good. Who is the actor? I can't think of his name right now. For? Le- Denzel Washington. Oh, no, oh Denzel I, I Washington. forget what his name is. You're yeah, no, control. that Lester in <laughs> Casino. He said that. That was awesome. Denzel. Shay. That's what I'm thinking about. Yeah, Shay. I, uh, I do... I've gotten to a point because of so much conflictive, disruptive energy from women that I take on that I, I've gotten to a, a very deviant sex place. It's probably not the best. Nice. James Woods. Yes, that's his name. I've, I've been a dirty that. dog the last couple of weekends. Good boy. Good boy. Gone to a couple of colleges, you know, been a real teenager. Woohoo. Just don't Done listen to experience. him. Wear condoms, dog. I, w- <laughs> I would wear them, but he don't. Look at them all right. Did, yeah. did that generation doesn't wear no, them at listen. all. No, listen. I'm out here with fucking kids young. Your brother's fucking. He's got, talk about conflictive, disruptive woman energy right there. Like, oh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a whole mess. But and then your brother had a kid young. Your father had kids late, but that's just yeah, but because that's just, he was yeah, in yeah, when jail. I, yeah, it's just, yeah. He was in prison. That's because so, he had no other. But he came out and made up for lost boom, times. Boom, pow, it's good. So protect yourself. Do you, but protect yourself. I can't yeah, wait yeah, to yeah. comment on Danielle's. Uh, Comments on TikTok. Oh, Dude, wait. Well, it's been up there for a while, buddy. Shay, I don't know. I don't even know if you're going to be able to find it unless I show it to you. Shay, I can find anything. No, okay. Oh, it's a, yeah, you're going to be able to find it. It's like seven videos down. Yeah. So, speaking of fucking messes in, with their girls and all that, right? Mm-hmm. Like I told you last week, everybody rushing and judging and shitting on the cells need to relax and figure out what happened with your boy, Emi Doka. Oh, yeah. City Boy's up with that one. Uh, I don't know, man. Nah, He's nah, kind of fucking the game up over here. He's going to get fired. He's going to end up still coaching somewhere, but he can't coach the Celts. But for all you people who are shitting all over the Celts, talking reckless, let the chips fall. He wasn't fucking nobody's daughter, but he definitely was fucking somebody's wife. Yeah. And it's like, now it's the question, like, whose wife? No, they know whose wife. Oh, whose was it? It was the chief financial officer's wife. Oh, that's... Yeah, he's a rap, the president. Yeah, he's a rap. He's a rap. So what happened was, for those who don't know, 
I got word that the girl was talking in front of her house to her friend on about an affair on the and got caught camera, on right? the ring camera. So dudes hired a private investigator to figure out what was going on. Listen, you can call that clown shit, but the dude's a multi-millionaire. Bro, but be your cock. No, 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 he's not because he hired a private investigator to figure out who it was. And then they figured out it was dude. It was a Celts head coach. Man. And he was like, what the fuck are we? Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, if he stays with this ch- this chick, he's fucking out of control. He got to throw that bitch all the way the fuck away. Mm-hmm. But he found out it was the head coach. They tried to cut it off. Emi Doka kept being a little creep. And I heard he's sleeping with someone else's wife. It's not the only lady in there he's smashing. So when they I- can't really trust him. It's tough for you to tell somebody in the locker room what to do on a judgment call. Not even just sales, because he's got to be a leader of men. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's tough for you to do that and still garner the trust of the players. He's a bag yeah. fumbler. Yeah, he fucked up. Yeah, on yeah. top of like the whole fucking Neil Long situation. It, I mean, this weekend I woke up wicked early at St. Mike's when I was there, like at my cousin's college, and I like step over bodies and I just sit there and I turn the Xbox, put on Friday, yeah. and I'm sitting there. And I look, and I'm just like, you know, smoking the ball. And I, and I look at her, his ex-wife, and I'm like, yo, that's wild yeah. that he fumbled that. That's yeah, wild. I mean, well, no, well, it's not necessarily he fumbled it. It's just, I don't know what happened. I don't know what he got going on. I don't know what to speak on their relationship, like I said before. But, man, listen, it's most of the time with a dude, it's just an opportunity. Deviant. I get it. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's a mess. He's, he's a whole mess. Here's the thing: is like I, I get it because like, for oh, example, we know you get it. <laughs> for example, right now, Potato's gonna you. I told you she was leveraging for fall. I told you that months ago. Yeah, right, yeah. so she here's the thing: time. she's gonna be here till spring. And you want to know what's gonna cause the downfall? I'll tell you. She's gonna fucking I'm gonna, judge. I'm gonna continue city to boy talk summer. to women. Yeah, city boy summer. She will catch my because I'll give her my phone. Oh boy. Here, look. I'll take her to restaurants where I've banged waitresses and bartenders. I don't care. You can't be insecure being with Pete. I'll tell you that much. Right yeah, now. we're gonna do this. Like she's gonna beat him up though. Right, we're gonna. Oh, it's gonna be oh, a domestic. Oh, oh what, she, she, she fights. Yeah, uh, bro, she one time with? we licked each other's blood. What? It was wild. What? Wait, yeah, yo, we, she jujitsu's with you and shit. No, like no. she fucking punches me. She's oh. just one of them chicks. Yeah, yeah like and she. Oh wait, like one of them chicks like thinks it's okay to hit. She's a whole dudes, mess. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, she's a whole mess. And I'm in Dude, for it. Like, what do you mean you're in for? Like that's so fucking weird. What do you mean you're in for it? He likes it. Yeah, my poor boy. You'll see, one, boy. you'll see one you'll see day. one day. Look how, I, I can't wait how, to get fucking how, smoked yeah, in the look mouth. How, look how new he is. Oh, he's green. Sean, Sean, you better have been attractive by getting smoked in the mouth. No, I'm not into that. No, like but you got, heard in that Poonie podcast, I'm not. Uh, no, but you've definitely. I don't understand dudes who go out with girls so, who could punch them. Yeah, it's a different. I don't want that level so of fear where, in my where, life. Where you got your villain? My girl right? would punch me in the mouth, Poonie, though. Don't Poonie, get it twisted. Yeah, I'm a different type of. I, no, but I'm, I I get it too, though. I'm, yeah, you I, do I get, get it, it too. I know you. Get yeah, it. my girl yeah. fucking punch me in the mouth. Right, stuff right. Carrie's yeah, tough. Yeah. Like Carrie would fucking be like. Yeah, but fuck that would be you. like if you fuck up. Like, they, like the vibe I'm getting from your girls, like she she'll just punch you in the mouth. No, 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 she's no, just no. tall like we, a baby. Right, that's like I. I'm gonna do something to make, make like her punch you. You in know the that mouth. part in the Jay Z song, "Girls, Girls, Girls," when he's girls, like, "Why girls. you don't buy me Reeboks no more?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. she's that girl. Yeah, right. Like, and she gonna, she likes to show out in public, throw tantrums on the floor. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's and, not it. And like, 
But no, I don't care because it's entertainment for me for a little. It'll be good for us for a little while, and then summer will be back, and we can do that. So. That's fair. Yeah, and I mean, I still might have some sneaky plans uh, for the fall yeah, winter. I hope uh, that fat prick doesn't have the ring camera and catches you fucking. Or no, he's not. She's no, moved dude, out. She's, you, she's you, mi- you also oh, missed it. Yeah. He's caught it. He's caught him. Nah, yeah, 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 fucking she's, punch she's, she's caught, yeah. He don't he's give a, a fuck. That's nah. what I'm saying. But he's do you want to know what dump truck did? Here we go. She's not back in no, the picture. No, no, I won't talk no, to you. No, no, you no. I'll, I'll quit you. right now. This will be a solo out, podcast. Yeah, I'll walk out the door. Shay, you'll be in, on this spot. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, if I can deal with potato, I joke around. Yeah, we have fun. Yeah. She's really fucking toxic, though. I, right. I'm not but, joking. But I can navigate that talk because I know she won't try. But to I don't hurt even me. really be a therapy. But I don't she even won't try re- to hurt me either. I don't even really know either one of these women. But Dumbtruck's a bad woman. What I know of them, Dumbtruck can't be brown. No, she can't. But she put up uh, like a weird TikTok the other day. My buddy, my buddy was flat out like, "Listen, I'm not unfollowing her. She was good to me. You're my boy. I don't oh, want to hear boy. from you." So he there said, "I just go. gotta tell you." He goes, "Look," and it was like a TikTok, and it was like, "There's a six foot, two hundred pound, muscly, tattooed guy with a bald head running around. He's extremely dangerous." And the girl goes, that is. Go, "The girl goes, sounds like a snack." So everybody kind of was like, kind of was like, you know who you just, and then she put up a picture of Roxy. She put up the next day, she put up a picture of Roxy. Miss you. Okay. So Pete told me about this. She misses the dog. Sean, do you think, do you think it's weird? She misses your doggy style. How long have y'all not been in contact before her posting this picture of Roxy? Or were y'all in contact? No, a few months. So you don't think it's like, from your perspective, you don't think it's weird that this girl just like decided like one day, right? Had a picture of Roxy in her phone, didn't talk to Pete for months, just posted a TikTok hoping that he would see it of her, his dog. Do I think it's weird? No. Do I think it's crazy? Yes. And do I think? Right, do I expect thing. it? Yeah, yes. Crazy, I meant crazy. No, but that's what happens, yeah. though. Like, I'm not surprised. Yeah, I've I'm had not surprised, but I think it's weird. I'm, no, because I've had. Have a chance. Though. I've had situations <laughs> in my life, right, no where chance. my mother just flat out didn't believe me. My own mother just didn't believe me, and I'm like, Ma, I promise you, I'm not messing with this person. I got nothing to do. Like, I promise you, like, nothing at all. Why is she calling the house? All types of shit. <laughs> All types of weird shit. My mother was not believe me. And then a situation happened. My mother looked and said, I apologize. I said, what? She's like, I believe you now. This is years after. She's like, oh, I believe you now. Chick's crazy as shit. I'm like, I've fucking been telling you for years. (laughs) Fucking absolutely fucking bananas. So, no, absolutely not. Like, I dated a girl who wasn't from D Street, right? And didn't understand D Street, like I, she thought the project was just like one back court. Doesn't understand that. Nah, I can be in D Street for a week and not see somebody from the other side of the yeah, project. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you're not in the mix and don't come out or not, you know where things are moving Off and shaking, I'm not gonna see you. You know what I'm saying? So she knew I dated somebody in D Street, and that person knew I dated somebody else now. So. I would be playing basketball at the hoop court and my phone would be going off, but I wouldn't be paying attention because I'm playing hoop. I didn't answer my phone after I was playing hoop. Fucking seven missed calls, bunch of text messages. Like, yo, fuck you doing in D Street? Like, I'm from D Street. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, what do you mean? What am I doing? Like, 
If I'm not, if I'm outside, it'd be weird. Like, yeah. what, are you, what, are, what are you talking about? Yo, so and so said they were seeing, they were with you and DJ. I'm like, I ain't seen that person in fucking a couple weeks. What are you talking about? No, they're saying they're on this, saying that they were with you and Bo, and then you're not answering your phone. I'm like, oh, I'm playing who? Like you want to like now you're like oh hey I'm I'm like a teenager you know you're like oh ask my friend and even <laughs> yeah, though yeah, yeah. these dudes are gonna stone cold yeah, lie regardless lie, right? you know yeah. what I'm saying but I've been part of that type of toxic fucking madness but I was young and as a kid to be fucking this dude's age and deal with it is fucking maddening. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Same thing with this girl like she's fucking batshit crazy if she's fucking in her forties and she's fucking she's thirty one. Oh, all right. She's thirty. She's a fucking adult. When at some point in time in her life, Elf was on TV. Yeah. Right? Until this. Oh my God. Listen, I'll. So stop. she needs to cut the bullshit I'll with pictures of when, her ex boyfriend's dog. Listen, when a normal. I, oh. That's a creep move. The, the truck. Yeah, creep. yeah the creep. truck. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm talking about dumb truck. No, she's 37. Yeah. She, all right. So she. Yeah, yeah. Right. I'm not talking ship about potato. Is ship is sale. I'm talking yeah. about dumb truck in yeah. the the photo of your dog in the TikTok right. shit. Right. It's like, too much. It's like yeah, yeah just let it go. Like you it, shit. and especially it was all your choice, all you're doing. You know what I mean? Like kind of wild, but like like you put yourself in this hole right there. Yeah. Right. All right. Just fucking get out of here. Go away. And then was she worth it? No. No, no, it was, uh, and like, I feel bad to say this, but like, that was literally the, out of any relationship I was ever in, that is the one I regret. And I've been in some fucking bad relationships. I would, I would. Huh. I can't necessarily say I, re- I've only been in a few relationships, like actual, like, right. there's only a few people who could say they were my girlfriend. Right. I know it's, I'm not saying it like it's a fucking yeah, prize. No, I get it, right, yeah, I get it's it. Crazy. I get because you fuck around with them. right yeah but there's all and i i've had three girlfriends like girlfriends in my life and i have kids with two of them so for me to say i regret a relationship you're batting like six, yeah six, six, would six. until you know turn it i don't regret no matter how toxic no, right, or whatever right. happened in those relationships that is what it is and that happened what it happened what? and made me who i am type shit it, but it gave me Two of the best things that ever happened. Yeah, to me. so you can't so, regret. Yeah, yeah. No, See, I can't that, really. I don't really regret too much. I mean, there's all, she all gave regrets. Me was a therapy bill. That's all she gave me. Like, you, like you know what? No, but that's cool too because yeah. honestly, Pete, I've known you before. Like, you weren't with Dump Shark the whole time. I knew you. No, correct? no, no. She can't. Right. You, you. So I knew you before and after, and it was cool when you were with her and shit. Like, I felt like she gave you that little spark that, like, kind of. Um, I felt like you were sort of a mess. I didn't really know you too well, but I knew you enough. And you were like the fun mess, but you were a mess. And I think she kind of gave you like the spark and you kind of started doing a little better, but then that plateaued and it got a little weird. And then I didn't know you weren't with her. I just seen you changing and shit, right? I was like, okay, Pete's on his shit. And yeah. then you realize it was because of all that shit that transpired. And yeah. She gave you another spark, too. So you can't really regret that because you kind of yeah. became a pretty good dude and kind of changed your life around. And you kind of like who you are now. So right. at the end of the day, as much as you don't want to give that cunt any credit, yeah, sorry she, for a strong no, language, but, but I, I get, I, you're right, you're she right, definitely right. kind of, you know, whatever. I, 
I've been in one, and I regret one. I'm so much better off now. You see it. But you're just young, though, so it's not necessarily... It matter. This girl played, like, mental warfare. Like, no, because yeah. you're... So, I don't even count Yo, those, hey, like... I was told I'm a mental burden. That's mental That's mental shots. Oh, mental burden. I've, I've said some amazing things, so I'm not even going to pretend I've been affected by anything that's been said to me. I don't really care what any yeah, of these yeah, 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 say yeah, to me. Yeah. That's the other part. I've said some wild like, shit to lead to that, probably. I said, I but, said some wild shit, too, so it doesn't even matter. Yeah, I mean, I've literally, like, I've been looked in my eyes, and she said, I am going to end your life. <laughs> wow. And I, I believed every minute of that. So, hey, that's yeah. what happens. So, so be careful yeah, yeah. out there, Shay. <laughs> yeah, there, there, there's some, there's some. Fun, no, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And I mean, like the reality is, is like he said, like, what are you doing? Like, if someone came along, like, I'm not gonna just, I'm having a good time, believe it or not. So someone would have to come, and like make it worth like me just. Wait a while. Yeah, to like, stop. all right, you want me to stop? I'll stop. Like. Mm-hmm. Set some expectations, like you know, like tell me what you expect, and I'll I'll be like, all right, yeah, I can do this. I That's can. the same with me. I'm having fun right now. But they I don't, don't, yeah, they don't like to communicate a whole lot. That's not yeah, like stuff. you got to put it. In, I'm not like I'm at the point where I'm not putting in any effort, and that's what you got to do right now. So I don't give a right. fuck. Right. Yeah. Like, you no, should. No You're too going, young. No girls getting taken out to dinner right now. No girls. Good. Getting good. Get fucked well, in the back of my car. Well, listen, (laughs) it is what it is, but I'm not necessarily against you taking them out for dinner. I tried to explain this to you before. What did Big L say? Bitches get fucked on the roof when I ain't got no hotel, though. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, that's Pete toxic shit. I'll give you a little advice. You just can't have a girlfriend. Get a girl, like a main chick, let her know it is what it is. Somebody you're cool with that, like, yo, listen, I'm not trying to be in a relationship, but I don't. But we're cool. Yeah, we are what we are. And then, you know, she can do her or whatever as long as it's nothing crazy. But, you know, you take her out somewhere else. You don't take her out in Dorchester or nowhere else. Milton. No, further. Further? (laughs) Further. Further. I gotta go go further. Yeah, yeah, you go somewhere else to eat and fucking... Holyoke. Blaming him. (laughs) No, so you're from Dorchester, so you don't go South Shore. You go North Shore. North Shore. Nobody out there knows her. Nobody out there knows you. A little bit further (laughs) than that. Yeah, yeah, fair. Where's the Jordan's furniture with the the movie theater in it out there? Redden. Go out to Redden. What about the fucking... uh, With the... uh, the big orange dinosaur is Saugus. 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 Go to dinner in Saugus. No, I don't know. You just keep a solid one. You go to the movies out there. Take it to dinner. You have a solid one that you could touch. But do you, when every other time, you know, have a yeah, solid yeah. one. But don't be in a relationship. No, Fuck all that. You're too young. Just get a best friend, you know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, you're not going to be... You ain't shit till you're like 32 anyway. Yeah. So... Do you? Yeah. Go. Go. Head down. Upfield. Yeah. Just run to daylight. Whatever brings you happiness. Yeah. Mama said foosball the devil. You know what brings me happiness? What? You might have saw it on the Instagram last night. (laughs) I got some barbecue Fritos. Oh, yeah. I had some for the first time. Yeah, he's young. He's 19, so he didn't understand about barbecue Fritos. Assholes like Pete. Why they're not around anymore Because Assholes like Pete Like the fucking Honey barbecue I don't even ones. eat chips though So 
But when he did, he like ate those ones. Too, I, I would like eat the barbecue ones, ones if I those was ones eating them. I was probably on so pills and not hungry. Sorry, bro. My bad. My <laughs> bad. I didn't know about your barbecue. Off chip. the yens. Yeah, some reason they took them off, and now I saw them online. Somebody in my family posted them on on Facebook, and I'm like, whoa, whoa where'd you get these barbecue Fritos? They live out of state. Did me no good. I was trying to get them to ship me some. I felt like they were bullshitting. So it was his man. Yep, and I got, I went online and I found this company. I ain't shouting them out. Fuck you, people who want to get them. I ain't trying to blow up my spot so they go. Fuck yo. But go look to the chips though. I found some. I got them for five dollars a bag. I didn't think that was too too crazy, and I got a box of them, you know, for the stash. For when I get all fucking smoked out, I want to eat fucking chips. I get the fucking barbecue Fritos are back. So big shout out to barbecue Fritos, man. I hope you guys were as happy as I was when I shared that photo. I was like, wow, he's really into this. I'm just fucking a pothead who likes his his favorite snacks back. I'm glad. What's your favorite snack? You said before that fucking. That changes all the time. Bro, I will dog. Some peanut butter pretzels. I like peanut butter. You're a fucking, peanut butter pretzels. What a um, terrible fucking. What the fuck do you mean choice. terrible snack, dude? You do keep good snacks, but like my snack limit is to what Dad likes, cause like. Dude, he said peanut butter pretzels like he's fucking sixty. Bro, what do you mean I'll dog? Once you get a tootsie bugs? roll too. Oh. <laughs> fuck it. Some good and plenty. Oh man. Oh, Yo, I had some milk with that. Remember how awesome. bad it was when you got good and plenty in a trick or treat bag? Yo, I'll that never. Was, <laughs> that was a fucking I'll... nightmare. Yo, like, what I, the? I like good and plenty. Yo, I remember. Of course that. you do. Of course <laughs> I like you do. Yeah, of course. No, so I'm sixty. You're like eighty if you like yeah, good and plenty. I like good and plenty. I, I like licorice too. Not a fan of black licorice, but uh, I know good and plenty got black. The licorice. year that we lived in Braintree, yeah, like me and that uh, dad and Connor lived in Braintree, and the best part about that was like I was like, damn, I live in a suburb. That means they give a big candy bar. <laughs> so yo, we went around and I my I had like two pillowcases full, fucking big candy bars. Yo, suburb shit, suburb boy shit. Oh yeah, I don't know nothing about no, that. No one. good and plenty kid. though. No good and plenty. I used to t- my I used to take my kids to a place in Quincy. Um, my my uh, other uncle from the other side of my family uh, lived in the neighborhood. It was a good neighborhood. My kids locked out. They got some good shit. I used to like Halloween though when I was a kid. Yeah, Halloween was good. You knew everybody in the projects, so like my mother would stay outside and just be like, "Go!" and I would run in the building. You'd hit the whole fucking building, yeah, and then yeah, you'd yeah. run outside and to one stop shop. Yeah, you go out the back court and you just start fucking. Hitting all the hallways. The projects in Revere were like next to each other, like town, like almost like houses. You know. Oh yeah, like a row house. Yeah, row houses exactly. Yeah. Like what are the ones in Dorchester that are behind the that like that? I was going to drop off. Where in Dorchester? Kind of like, like near like that, like back way, like Tinian, you know, like that. Those aren't projects. They're not. They no. just it because well, it has like it's a sign brick. and it says like they're brick and it says like neighborhood development. Yeah, it's not. It's not like okay. Projects, projects. I just thought it would be considered that because it's developments. No, but they were pretty nice. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Yeah, you know. I'm so high. Man. I'm <laughs> wicked high. I just realized how high I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to my life, Pete. Welcome to my life. Yeah. Wow, I am wicked high. Yo, what's 
What's your favorite thing to eat when you're high? Like meal though. Like I'm not talking snack. Like you're, you're Bro, going to Uber Eats. Do you want to know some... like the pinnacle of my fat person stuff I would do was? I would yeah, get, think fat. I would get Italian scally bread, right? I would get a banana, peanut butter, and bacon. I would smash the banana down into butter. I would put it on uh, one piece of the bread. On the other side, I would put peanut butter. I would put bacon between it. I would grill cheese it. I would dip it in maple syrup. Wow, that sounds. I'm definitely trying that shit. Yeah, but that's not even like fat kid shit. Like, no, no, that 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 fucking clogged my arteries. I felt it. I, like they hardened as I ate it's it. Fruit, yeah, bro. like yo, bananas, banana, bacon, dog. bacon, maple syrup, the peanut only butter, uh, grilled thing butter. I see there is, butter, is fucking butter and butter is healthy for you. No, well, I used to butter eat Rondo's bacon. three times a day. Yeah. Oh yeah, Rondo's is a big high thing for me. Like yo, you'll never feel heartbreak. When you've like rolled up, right? You, you hit the you hit the bridge. You call Rondos and you get the sorry for short staff today. Oh, it's terrible! Oh, you just pull up in the grates on, and you're like, what the? Yeah, fuck? you're like, what? The? See, no, you'll pull up. I never up. even pay attention, so I get out the car too. Yeah, That's no, the worst part. you because you're working down there. You'll go see Nana and you'll go try it. I'll like roll up, start smoking, and then once I hit like. No, I do the same shit. I'll drive from my house and go. Oh, there okay, and like, yeah, yeah, fuck. yeah. Then you're in Southie, and I'm like, I don't even want nothing else. Like, fuck out of here. Yo, obviously you know home. this, but they they know. Like, I I if I call them like small steak and cheese, extra cheese, ketchup, they're like, okay, shit. No, oh, listen, buddy. I ain't, yeah, I'm I not even flexing on it. That's yeah, why I said you yeah. know, you know stuff like that. I don't even order most of the time. I just it is what it is. Yo, they people, see me, they know what it is. People were trying to call me out at the last uh, Southie Wolf Ball tournament because uh, in one of my raps, I'm like going around. Uh, Go to Rondo's, they wave in the feast, steak and cheese, a bag of chips, and a can of some tea. And some kid was like, yo, Shay, I saw you down Rondo's, and I saw you pay, you fucking liar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yo, you're lying. You didn't see shit. I took him, I took him to the back door and oh. took care of him. Huh. Well, He knew too much. <laughs> <laughs> I actually wanted to go there today, but it wasn't. In my schedule or on my route, so are they I mean, open today? I would assume so. Damn. Yeah, they definitely are. Thursday. Yeah. Yeah, I would assume so. Mhm. I grew up; they were only closed on Sunday. Do Do they have any other breakfast choice other than bacon egg and cheese? Yeah, you can get whatever you want. No, nah, they ain't got like you can't get pancakes now. No. Um, no, I don't know. To be honest with you, I used to get a hamburger there in the morning. Yeah, I know. So I don't. We used to go before. Yeah, we used to go, and I know I always notice I didn't say fuck them, and they ain't sponsor us. They may be a sponsor for us. Tune in. I think they one hundred percent should. Well, they were gonna. I just haven't gone by and I uh, got it off of Harry. So, but I'm not pressing them either. Shout but, out all the people that can't afford Rondos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, toxic. It's a different toxic, uh, but it's toxic. Uh, here it's we go. That boy. Hey, uh, I see you. Shout out. I yeah. see you. I see you. He's fucking losing it over there. He knows. Can't huh? even let him smoke weed. It's oh, so he's, crazy. He's awesome. That was and awesome. What's going to happen, though? Of, no, <laughs> oh, I, here I, he... I don't even, because I still love him. He's a guy like that. I still love him. That's my guy. I love him. Even It doesn't matter if he cries. I, still I love, love him, him, too. It's just crying. So, speaking of fucking all smoked out, and what do you eat, and what do you fucking do when you're all smoked out? Brings us to Public Garden segment. Oh, boy. Public Garden, the brand.com. Public Garden, the brand on Instagram. 
go on there and follow. There's still the 15% off AP420 code. Do your thing. All the site. You got rolling trays, hats, t-shirts, hoodies, thin hoodies, thick hoodies. Check them out. Shorts. Everyone's welcome. We have shorts public. as well. I always say the shorts. I, I like the shorts. Rolling trays. So our public garden segment now is Pete's News. Hello. What the fuck do we have this week for Pete's News, sir? All right. So, in California, um, a man was caught living with his dead roommate for four years and cashing his checks. <laughs> so, uh, so this dude, Darren Pirtle, 57 years old, uh, had his dead roommate's body, uh, Kevin Olson, 64, um, in his house. He was just in, and like, he was in the bedroom? Yeah, he was in a back bedroom. That's where they found was him. Was this like a, he what's didn't... that movie where they, they propped up the dude? No, no, the he, no, no, he was just weekend in. Weekend at Bernie's? Yeah. No, 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 he like didn't leave the room. Like, he was in the back room. Like, that's where he was it before. It didn't smell? Had... I'm imagining it did. This article, once again, like, it didn't go crazy. Like, it gave you some stuff. Like, it was. it's a wild story. Um, So... Do you know what Pirtle was charged with after all of this? What? Identity theft and forgery. Nothing about the body he had fucking hidden for four years. Well, like, did he kill him? Who knows? It's they probably know not like a crime. I feel like he should get know. no accessory to something. Why? I mean, what if you just had a heart well, attack and you but just here's left the thing. Bro, Here, like here's a the bet, thing. A be, uh, betting a Olsen's, family, Olsen's family was uh, trying to contact him a bunch of times, and they'd always end up with Pirtle. The guy, and he would, or something. Yeah, he'd be like, you know, he he he's went to the store, him. like he's at the movies. Uh, he went buying sneakers. Yeah, like, it'd be bad. Like, and uh, then police conducted a search, and Pirtle was like, he's out of town, and they're like, nah, we're coming in. It smells like. So I bet you that's what happened. Them. They smell. It must have because they went right in and, and they that found was, them. Where, the, what part of California is that? Um, it was Northern California. That's all they said. They didn't have oh, an exact okay. town, but like. I saw the picture of the guy Pirtle. Like he, he got like a white beard, fucked up haircut. Like he he looks like he'd hold a body and cash his check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, why didn't why did like why did he keep the body though? Like he didn't I, need the body. Well, because if he died, well, if he was buried, it. he would. No, he just buried him. Like now well, you get in now, trouble for yeah, that. Yeah, now it's something else. Now they yeah. definitely think you killed him. Yeah, it's something else. Yeah, he, I guess you can't just be like, oh, I just want to cash his checks. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, I mean. It's fucking like, and that's the other thing. If if I was if you were missing for four years, like I I would start to ask some real. If you were missing for four days, I'd start to ask some real questions. Like, oh yeah, shame on his family. Right, right. Like you know, like wellness check should have came way before. Right, four years. Like you you kind of deserve to have all his money cashed. Like you didn't pay attention. Like mm-hmm. like, like that's a while. And like the bank too. Like he he well, just the, keeps writing. The guy checks. have kids and shit. No, no, no. The no. dude who died. How no. did he cash no, just, his? He already uh, cashed his checks for four years. He right. was writing them out to himself and probably endorsing them and going to the same like. Like he, pro- he had like one. He check probably on. yeah. If you he probably had such an elaborate scheme like because that's what those people. What a do. scumbag. Yeah, it is kind of fucked up, but I mean, again, who's fucking paying attention? Like I bet he was from Quincy, Mass. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's pretty good. Then. Sardinia, Italy. Oh boy. Sardinia. Yes. Um, going to Italy. They're offering people fifteen thousand dollars to move there. Um, the catch is, 
You have to move to a town with less than 3,000 people, put the 15,000 towards renovating a home, live there full time, and register Sardinia as permanent residency within 18 months. Let's do it. It's a it's a large island. It's got two thousand oh, yeah. kilometer coastline. It's be- beautiful. It's really nice. It's turquoise. Life expectancy is eighty two point six years. No, it's beautiful. I took Italian. Um, yeah, um, Cal- Calabria is offering thirty three thousand to move there. They have a program. Uh, Santo Stefano de Sanio is offering fifty two thousand to move there. And the goal is to boost the local economy and breathe new life into small scale communities. That was said by um, a John Luca Gallo. He's a regional like counselor there. Um, <laughs> I, it's you it, said it like you knew. Him. No, I don't fucking know this at all. But I, I did get the I, I did get I, I, I did get the facts <laughs> and like with that John Luca is the fucking creep's name. My bad. Like I like uh, like John Guys, Luca. Next episode, I caught the John Luca. I caught, I caught the John Luca. I got Luca Amaro once. You ever hear of Luca Amaro? Oh. Yeah, no, that's because he's an Italian kid that was in my class in fourth grade. <laughs> Sounds like a contagious disease, right? I got a picture. Yeah, right. He could have been, but uh, they're probably just printing money there too, right? Yeah, come come live here. Well, they're, well they're a lot of people died right. during the Rona. They wiped out Italy. Remember? I mean, did it did really? Were you, were you there? Their, no, they were all 80, so yeah, they Their died. economy's a lot like ours, where, like, you know how... No, the frig- old people died, yeah. The, like, rent in the New York, Boston, the north, the north hemisphere, like, north part of the United States is a lot more, and then, like, how you can get a mansion in Texas for where you can get a closet in Boston. It's the same thing. Like, southern Italy is very um, deflated. Yeah. Because it's just the way it is. Yeah, they, they, they uh, have... They have the Milans, they have... Before we keep going around the world with you... While we're in Italy, there's a fucking game that I'm hip to. Greg put me on to one day. A few years back, before the pandemic and before it was on Netflix, they I don't even know what the fucking thing with Netflix was, but one of the episodes, there was a part of it where they talked about this game. It's called Calcio Historical. Okay. You know about it? No. Is that the one where they fucking they just fight? Yeah, yeah, they got a ball. Oh, that's just crazy, dude! It's the craziest game you, in the world. You play for your like your city or like your town. We can figure out something to do with that game. They only play once a year. It's in Florence, Italy. Yeah, right? it's wild. Oh, let me right. explain this to you. So there's four parts of the city. It breaks it down, right? Say A, B, C, and D. Right? Four quadrants, yeah. And a and B will play, and C and D will play, and the winner plays for the championship. Mm-hmm. So they play on like a Tuesday, then the championship's on Friday. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And they play this one game. I don't really, I, I understand the rules a little bit, but it's gonna be tough for me to explain. I just know they fuck each other up. Well, they have like a jump. So it's the whole town, though. So it's everybody from your section of the right. town. You have to be from that town, and to pre- to prevent it from being jock teams and people like flying people in, you have to be a resident in that section of the town for ten years to play in the game. All right. But I'm pretty sure everybody got to participate. So there are old people there. There are like dudes who are jacked up. There's fucking shoemakers. Everybody. Everybody. It's played in front of a church. I've done a deep dive into this. There's been four popes that's played this game. 
Back in the day, they used to add a lion to add a little excitement. A little spice. That's a great idea. So there's two sides. And there there's should like, be more lions. Than so there's like a net, right? And it's it's a little high up on the fence. It's like the top half of the fence. Mm-hmm. And there's a ball, a circle ball that you if you throw it in the net, you get fucking two points. If you throw it and you miss the goal, but it goes it's above like it, you get like kinda. one. No, you hold it like a football. Oh, like it's okay. like a basketball. You got to toss it in the thing, right? Yeah. You got to run, though, with it. And there are no rules besides you can't blindside somebody like soccer room. And I don't think there's any kicking in the head. But it's full on like when they throw the ball up for a jump ball. Oh, Dudes wow. are getting blasted yeah. right in the mouth. Up. Oh, it is so wild. Old people smashing each other. And then it's a little... It's a little, I forget the time. I think it's like an hour. Whatever the score is at the end of the hour is what it is. But it's a little slow buildup because I'm sitting there watching. The first time I ever watched Mm -hmm. it, I'm like, what the fuck are they doing? They're standing in the back just passing the ball back and forth. But there are people up front just stone cold fist fighting. Oh, yeah. And you're like, what the fuck are they doing? Why doesn't anybody try to run up and try to score? Like, what are they? And then one of these geniuses take off and try to fucking score. And they get fucking mangled. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely Level. mangled. And you're like, oh, I get it. <laughs> yeah. Let's slow the fuck down and let a couple more people get fucking knocked out and dragged out. So, yeah, a couple people have died playing this game. That's a wild time. It is a very wild game. Me and Greg, his girl and my girl, were debating on, like, going. To watch it. Then the pandemic happened and shut down for a while. It started up again this year, so... I know who won, but I'll watch the two rounds with you. We'll do something with it. Yeah, I would be interested to see that. Because it's wild. It's fucking crazy. I was pumped when they had it on Netflix a little bit, but I knew people were going to be like, oh, you watch it now because of this. I'm like, no, no, no. I've been known about it. I actually like know that. I like the red team. On the right. on the pop culture sports wave, y'all have Hulu? Yep. Have you seen the Welcome to Raxum? Welcome to what? Welcome to Raxum? Nope. So, like, the way professional soccer works, it's like, if there's there's multiple tiers, and kind of like how the Red Sox have the the Woo Sox, and then there's a team below them, there's there's a plethora of teams, so like, the Premier League's the number one team, that's where you get your Liverpool's, Manchester United's, Uh, and the one below that, you know, and then the one below that, one below that, one below that. Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney, who's the dude from... Uh, always sunny in Philadelphia. Bought a team in the lowest tier, from Wrexham, Wales, and the whole show is them buying the team, going through their first season, losing, buying new players, buying like a sick ass coach that's brought. It, they I think he has like three promotions, which is unheard of. Like he's brought three teams up a promotion. Um. They've spent like millions of dollars. I think they spent like six hundred thousand euros just on a new field. They're spending all this money just on this on their new team. They bought a team, like not like a LeBron, like investing in Liverpool. Like I think, right. I think they're majority. They're majority stockholders. Yeah, or not even stockholders. They're no. It'd be chairman. interesting if they bought like a 
in a sport that I was interested in in a country that I cared about. Right, right. Yeah. Exactly. That's... Speaking of that, we're going to still go back to your trip around the world, but we're still spinning around the world for a second. All right, yeah. I only have one more stop. Back to everyone fucking hates England. We're going to have a football game this weekend in England, right? They're playing in England Saturday, Sunday? I don't watch anything like I think that. The oh, wow. I think Minnesota and New Orleans is in fucking really? England. So, once again, I wish it was in a different country so people could pay attention to my point. But because it's in England, people are going to lose a little bit of my point when I talk about it because they know I don't like England. I am so against these foreign games. I don't care if they're in Mexico City, wherever the fuck they are. Right. They're taking a home game away from someone, a city from America. It's an American fucking sport that they're out there, like, well, they're only oh, get, it's only one. It's only one. There's Sox a bunch of one. games. First of all, this well, how, year in England. Yeah. Oh, okay. I like. I'm with the like only giving them one. I'm not giving them any because usually, right? I don't know what's the home team this week. Let's say it's Minnesota or New Orleans, right? There's only fucking eight games that are at home, right? Yeah. You're taking one game away from a revenue from a city. That is in dire needs of it. Okay, I get it. Pick the city, that. Minnesota or Jacksonville. I don't care. It's millions of dollars. Now, you got to understand, it's not just... So the people who work in the stadium, they only get eight games and concerts, right? You're taking a whole paycheck away from these people. I don't know if you understand that most of the people who work in them stadiums, they don't do it because they like it. They do it because they need to. So to take a paycheck away from them is fucked up. Then you go outside the stadium, right? All the people in them bars and all that revenue from de- game day and all that shit, that ain't there like that. It's still People are still going to go to bars to watch the game, but not like it's going to be game day. And a lot of those bars around stadiums in that nature are built for the extra revenue they yeah. get on that game day. Standing room only. I, w- I would just say from my perspective, like I know Liverpool came one time. To Fenway. I don't give a fuck what they're doing. That's because the but that's that, because the dudes who own that are American and they're trying to introduce I'm, it here. That's what I'm saying. I so, I love soccer and as a kid from America, I don't get to see my favorite team, Liverpool, ever. Right. So, so I saw them one guess time. Guess what? Right. When you get to go watch this fucking game on Sunday, yeah, they're gonna have fucking Giants fucking jerseys on and fucking Eagles jerseys on because they just want to watch football. Nobody's a fucking Vikings fan. Nobody's a fucking Saints fan. How about this? I don't give a fuck what fans they like. Watch it on fucking television. Show up to Minnesota or fucking New Orleans because that's I'm tired of fucking another country making so that all them pubs and all that bullshit's going to make the money off of the revenue of people traveling from this country to go there to watch their team play there because that's going to happen. People are going to travel. Yeah, I guess after it's COVID, bullshit. you could give it, a little Fuck more, COVID. Like, it's an American fucking company outsourcing I, I don't care what country they're but going to but every company does that I get it but they're not taking away from any of their actual company like the, the company's built off it of right here like I said there's yeah, eight like games yeah the company's built off of they're, the city they're crushing an economy that's already fucked up it's not it's not fair the NFL doesn't even pay taxes they're a non-fucking profit how are they a non-profit I don't even understand it bro but they don't pay fucking taxes that's so wild. like fuck them taking their company over there and making a ton of dough like, everybody's going to make their money off of that London shit because of revenue sharing. 
but the fucking people at the stadium ain't. The fucking people in the bars, the people in the restaurants, everywhere that around that, them shops, all that extra bullshit, the dudes selling t-shirts out there. But I think your problem's with the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. I'm not confused. That's why I said I wish it was in a different country so people didn't lose the point of the fucking argument. The point of the argument is I'm against them taking a game out of those cities, any city. I don't care if it was here. You take it out of that city and give it to a foreign city. You're letting that foreign city make a ton of fucking revenue. I get it. You're trying to grow your game. But get the fuck out of here. The NFL's never going to pop over there. No. Nobody well, nobody wants to play not, for the London not fucking... To the, not to the extent, but I do... I can see, like... Like, for example, like, there was a time in international basketball where it was like... Like, those yeah, teams right, can't great. Even... Listen, it doesn't matter. You're missing my point. You well, can't put an NBA team in fucking Europe. Dudes ain't going to want to play that's there. That's not what I'm saying. No, no, I'm no. That's my point. Level. No, no, I don't care. You're missing my point. I don't give a fuck. You're missing the entire point. None of that matters. My point is they're taking money from a town that needs it and letting another fucking non-fucking American town make money off of it. I don't care. They're, what they're trying to do is grow the game. They're trying to get more fans. I'm not confused at what they're trying to do. I don't give a fuck. They can still, they're still going to watch it. It's never going to grow to the point where they're going to want it to grow. They don't play football. They've always Man. played basketball, pal. They've always played hoop. My entire life, they've played mm -hmm. basketball. Before that, the 70s, the 60s, yeah. they've played basketball over there. Nobody plays football over there. No. They don't call it football over there. They got stupid-ass soccer over there. And cricket. They don't even like baseball. It's stupid. Do you? I get what they're trying to do. But it doesn't make sense. They're never going to get a team over there. So to grow it, you don't need them to go there. They're already going to watch it on TV if they want to watch it on. It's at a different time anyway. So for them to go over there and put it on the fucking... To where they're never going to have a team. Because who's going to want to go play for the London fucking Tigers? Nobody. You're going to have to schedule weird fucking trips. Like teams from the Lose West Coast. Day. Teams from the West Coast are going to go play fucking... Fuck out of here. Like, the teams from the West Coast, when they play East Coast on 1 o'clock, they always lose. What's going to happen when the Rams got to go play in London and they don't leave a fucking week before to get used to all the bullshit? It's fucking stupid. It doesn't make sense. It's dumb. Even when they go to Mexico City, why are we fucking helping them out? Like, we do enough fucking humanitarian shit in this world to where now we're taking our fucking, one of our largest fucking imports and just letting people eat off it and only the fucking... Owners of the fucking team and that corporation make money off it, and they actually killed the lowest members of that totem pole that are in their structure. Lose out. That's my problem with it. And it's always the Jacksonville fucking Jaguars. It's always like a low fucking team, St. Louis, like a low income fucking spot that you're like, damn, you really taking a home mm -hmm. game away from these dudes? It's fucked up. I don't agree with it. I fucking hate it. And, but because it's in England and my standpoint's on them, people kind of lose my message. And my point is that that they you just take a revenue from people who need it and fucking give it to people away from this fucking country. I guess that's the American fucking way anyway nowadays. So this is my little rant. Where the fuck are we going back on your fucking trip around the world? My bad. For it's all good. It's all right. Um, all right. Last. This is this is my favorite one. Uh, McDonald's. We'll now have in October, for a limited time, adults happy meals. I seen that actually. And uh, they're not what you're thinking. There's not a butt plug. There's no McButt plug. You didn't see what I was talking about. You said you said what is that what you? I said it when I read it. I, I, and 
Yeah, so the, it's not that. Uh, you don't even speak English half the time. No, I, it's a dash, well, <laughs> a dash window, a, da- a dash window. Fucking. Um, they teamed up with a streetwear brand called Cactus Plant Flea Market. I know who they are. Um, I got a pair of Nikes. They will have an adult mailbox with a classic character toy. They will be Grimace, the Hamburglar, and Birdie, all which sound like sex toys, possibly. And my favorite, the newcomer. <laughs> words. <laughs> Uh, the cactus buddy. Okay. That, they got multiple layers of eyes too. The That's the thing. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Um, and you can win cactus plant flea market gear by sweepstakes, kind of like Monopoly. Remember how good that went? Uh, so, so just letting you know that shit's probably gonna go for some dough, like the most. Oh, toys. The, yeah. The the resale will be. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Collectibles. Yeah, yeah they're I, both uh, dough. But they said it's to try to target like I. You know what I mean? Like our like go back to like get a happy meal like which i don't Nostalgia. even eat mcdonald's but I'll get a you're happy gonna go meal. get it though i'm I gonna get a happy meal yeah yeah i mean i might get it just to get those toys to hide them in a box do we know when this is coming out of october oh. Mm-hmm. oh oh yeah yeah well because mm-hmm. you know for I, my birthday yeah mm. i appreciate Dude, that I, McDonald's. I, I had mock crack i had everybody cracking up today i said wait you see what i got flabo for his birthday and they go what'd you get him i go I'm gonna. I booked a, booked a flight to San Diego with them, and I'm bringing potato. Oh boy! <laughs> hey, hey, they were like, nah, really? I'm like, nah, dude. They, they, I'm like, they're like, he would go out of his mind. I go, he'd love that. He'd oh, do your thing. I just leave you alone. I'm just gonna go do my thing. It would be funny as hell, but nah, I'm gonna fucking. I figure Halloween's a big hoe night. She'll be ready to be hoey. Huge hoe night. Yeah, I gotta be around. I think I'm working, but I wanted to go like somewhere to a college because that's just fuck central. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we used to tear up Halloween parties. We used to. Is tequila rain still open down there on Lansdowne? That's how old I am. Yeah, I went there a bunch. I mean, they used to go to Axis and shit too. Avalon, all that places. Roxy is Roxy because of the Roxy. Really? Yeah. Okay. No, I was on. Me and Dave were. Dumb and Dumber, I heard. We were Dumb and Dumber, but we were (laughs) Super Mario and Luigi one time. Oh, not even joking, but serious. We were Super Mario and Luigi, and we used to get our costumes from a fucking, like, they used to do like Broadway costumes. Right. They weren't, like, Halloween costumes. Right. They used to do real, de- like, the mustache we had was real. Right. Stage mustache. It was crazy. We took Halloween serious for a little while. I want to be the Night at the Roxbury. Will Ferrell and... Yeah. What's his name? Um, Dan. Chris Kattan. Okay. Yeah, and I'm just going to have a jukebox and fucking what it. All coked out. Yeah, hundred percent. Zapped up. No, yeah. I don't. I don't do that. No, but that's what they are. Oh that's, yeah, hundred percent. That's their gig. Yeah, they're snapping. That shit scares me though. I remember when I was younger, when I found out, like, oh, they're on coke. Like, that's <laughs> ah, I get it. <laughs> that now. makes like, sense. I get it now. I'm fucking spazzing out. No, we were dumb and dumb one time. That was good. Um, we were double dare. We fucking won a ton of double money. Dare? Double dare. Yeah, there was that's uh, a good one. me, Dave, Ty, and Bill. We were always double there. We had the helmets with the fucking yeah. tape on the balls. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We did it pretty. Up. We did it pretty well. We won a ton of money. I don't really remember much that Halloween because mm-hmm. we go out a lot for my birthday for Halloween, mm-hmm. and um, I got fucked up. Yeah, you mean you were getting wailed out like fucked up like that? So, like sort of. I probably should have. I don't know how I got home. Wailed them out. I wailed them off the ship. Yeah, you were there. That was a good time, I guess. 
I always have trouble trying to figure out what to do for my birthday because it's like in February. I pray to Prince because we're born on the same day. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm born the same day as Kim Jong-il. Well, segue into that. You see your boys busting off missiles. (laughs) We're heading to World War III. I know, I know. know. The vice president's in South Korea right now. But good thing Russia is not a problem anymore because they're getting piped down. No, pal. Here's what you don't understand. In a minute, they're going to get They have large weapons. At some point, they're just going to use them because they have no other choice. So... Yeah. Be scared of somebody who's scared, bro. But that's yeah. when everyone Worst else is strong. Worst thing you can do is put a person in a corner. Yeah. Worst thing arf, in arf. It's so, not good, though. No, but our vice president's over there right now, and they started testing missiles and landed them in the water next to South Korea. Four feet from her. <laughs> Just to flex real quick, you know? And then, you know, you're a conspiracy nut. What do you think about the pipe that's uh, bubbling right now? I mean, there's all types of wild shit going on over who, there. So who do you think who do you think blew it up? I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if Russia accidentally somehow blew it up themselves. No, they didn't accidentally do nothing. Right, dudes blew this up. There was a couple of explosions. They heard it. I mean, I don't think it was the Americans. Well, Biden is on tape saying if, if Russia fucking invades Ukraine, they're gonna get rid of the Nord Stream too. And they oh, were like, yeah. how are you going to do that? And he was like, don't worry about it. We're going to do it. And then they blew it up. Oh, we're having a war. We're, we're, this is it. So there's a conspiracy thinking that like uh, Biden and them did it. And there's a conspiracy saying Russia did it. You know. Biden doesn't have testicles, so he definitely didn't do it. Danielle, it see, here's what Dan- you don't get. It's Danielle, not a Biden thing like someone else behind him Danielle doing it. would yeah. have a thought about this. I'll have to ask her. You'd have to ask Danielle. Hi, Danielle. Hi, Danielle. Danielle. Take me away from the streets. Danielle, this is too much. Danielle, do you have a little sister? Whoa. Yeah. Shoot or shoot. Oh, boy. I like, it. I like that. I like that. Make Pete proud. Oh, boy. So, yeah, we're headed towards World War yeah. Three. We got a pipe, a gas pipe leaking in the ocean. Countries are blaming each other for it. We're one of them. It's wild. It is wild. The I- UN said whenever they find out, they're coming hard, and they're definitely going to blame Russia. Mm-hmm. So... Yo, did you see... Wait, now what? North Korea is busting off missiles. Yeah. Was it Switzerland is usually, like, neutral, and they said they're not going to be neutral? Or what is it? Well, no, they are neutral, but the shit's leaking over there, and it's there. The U- they're on whatever the UN moves, they move. Yeah, yeah, And the UN's going to move, so... What kind of army are they got, though? Who, the Swiss? Yeah. They're Swiss the same, army knife. Yeah, they're the same people who wow. protect fucking the Pope. Oh, for real? Yeah, what, that ain't, ain't Italian? Nah, the Swiss. Because they're neutral. Oh, this kind of gangster. I'm not going to go into this religion. We can't do it. Don't oh, definitely. Start. Why Don't did we go to the Pope? Why You went to the Pope. Though. Yeah, but like, you asked me you who they are. They're the guys who got the fucking Pope. There is, the no funny pope. Little there fucking is no suit. Pope. There's no Pope. All there is is McDonald's oh, butt plugs. There's definitely a Pope. He's the fucking king pedophile. Yeah, is there a God, is, though? Is, 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 no. Nope. Uh, please don't Let's not do that we, If we're gonna do this Let's yeah, do a whole, do a whole on, episode no, 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 We promise Especially not with me No, no so. we, like, Cause we're gonna destroy some. So that segment was Brought to you by Public Garden Public Garden The brand dot com Public Garden The brand on Instagram Like I said Go on the website AP420 The code for 15% off That's there why supplies last. 
have a blast, guys. We appreciate you guys. Yes. So you got anything else, Pete? Anything else you want to touch on, man? I um, I think that I was just thinking, women, it's not my fault that I'm running wild. It's kind of their fault because they don't set any expectations for me. They don't have a conversation with me to say you shouldn't be running wild. So now when you say women, I just feel like you should say potato. No, all women. Because now you have, in my brain, though, you're just forever indirectly <laughs> shooting at her. No, I'm not. I'm not. I also shoot at other girls. I do. I shoot freely. Shoot, 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 club, shoot. Right. Well, shoot him a Gavin. Right, yeah, just fucking throwing them up anyway. Oh, shit. Where's my phone? What are you gonna do? Speaking of fucking, oh. I got something for you to shoot. Oh boy, this is yeah. Gonna be good. What's we're call, we're pulling that? cards today, dog. This is gonna be good. Let's yeah, see. yeah, yeah. I got a message. Hold oh. on. <laughs> I got a message. Squeezes launch party September thirtieth. The greatest bar, Boston, Mass. Let the swiping begin at eight p.m. Oh, There's is that a the speed day the... in joint, dog? You have to go. We have to figure out how we can film this, tape you something. There's a speed day. September 30th. Yo, have you seen the things in like California? It's like it's like that. Like on TikTok, they'll be they'll have it's like comedy day. Then like they'll have two people up and like they'll have one blind. Yo, it's tomorrow. You gotta go. What time is it? Fucking eight o'clock. You gotta do more of that shit. You know who I have to bail out on? Who? Potato? Yeah. Fuck that bitch. Yeah, like, Go meet four more potatoes. Listen, there's a whole that French fry know. in there. Listen, if you it. don't go do that for a woman, that literally takes all the validity away from you being a toxic dude. No, I mean. I, yeah, Pete's mean. Yeah, I, I'm fucked up. It's, yeah, what happened to girls are mean? Is no, this one not mean? No, you could go meet a bunch of mean people I know, tomorrow night at the greatest bar. Send uh, me the link. That's by the goddess. Send me the link. Send me the link. No, you gotta, you gotta I go. Know, no, I, for content wise, like not you even. We might not even, but that's the thing. And we might not be. They might literally say you can't take. Like, you I gotta think, go and have a bunch of dates and talk to them and uh, figure this out. Interview these girls. Why you there? I think Christopher Walken posted it, but it's like a thing you go up on. It's like oh, a stage boy. like this, and you sit down with like a girl right here. You're blindfolded, or she's blindfolded, and you ask questions about each other, see if you guys pop it off. But it's like fucking funny. Like they do it on TikTok in California and shit. They do a tour. But I think it's in Boston like next week or nah, something. You need to do the speed date and shit. Boom. Next minute. What's up? I'm Pete. Girls are mean. I got a tie-dye shirt on and Yeezys. Um, I'm in love with my dog. What's up? My dog. You want to fuck? fuck my dog. <laughs> you trying to smash? You want to fuck? While my dog watches. Because <laughs> after I, wanna... I fuck, I'm going to wrestle a guy with my shirt off after. <laughs> At a high level. And then go on a date with so, a guy. So well, hey. I'm not going on a date with a guy, Shay. Jason. I really <laughs> oh, oh, I really think you should be at this event tomorrow. Alright. Do you? What are you gonna go to another we gonna go see a movie? There's no good no, movies. No, 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 we weren't gonna see a movie. This what are you gonna me do? Too. We're gonna cook and have some wine. Well, not me have wine, but you gonna yeah. No, gonna fuck. Wait, that's wait. not who you fuck. are, Pete. No, no, I'm gonna that's play the, Call of Booty. That's the shit she yeah. does with the Call fat dude. It's not, yeah, but it's only for we only do it for three minutes. We pretend. Like he I I can keep it going longer. The three pump than jump. You weak ass husband. That's the bottom Listen, line. We gotta cut that out. I think we gotta cut that out. You're just a mess. Cut her off. Another one. Dude. Yep. 
No. This is why people think you're my handler. Cut. Pete, Cut you, need, you need to find a woman with like a younger, like a, a like a daughter, a niece, or a younger sister, and this. we need to go on a double date. Yeah, we should try that. Yeah, see, he's your double date partner. And Don't involve me in your mess. I know. Because that would be that would be live. That would be crazy. Oh, wait. We can find, we can recruit someone maybe from Danielle's world. Oh, this is the- yeah, but like, don't do not do me dirty. Like, don't find a good looking girl with like a fucking weird ass daughter that likes fucking, that has like blue hand, like anime and shit. What if they have a boyfriend? Will you go still? A boyfriend? What are you talking about? Oh, care? oh, if the girl, if they like the daughter. Oh, what do you, yeah. Good, uh, good. It's like, you should go. <laughs> good. Well, yeah, I should go. Well, because like I will when, go. Whenever girls tell me about their boyfriend, know what I like to say to them? I don't mm. really care about him. No, you I don't just, do that. You just no, I do. I she, say you tell I, it's I, no. I, like you just too fast. You go. Flabber, look, I go. You just. Oh, I I don't really care about your boyfriend. No, you can say that, and then or just I just act like I'm like oh nice, and then you just keep the conversation going. You just forget. No, I like, like to no make one's it there. Known that I don't He's really not care there. About him. He's a mirage. He's a fake person. He doesn't exist. He's not. He's a. Figment of her imagination. Listen, stop. You need to start listening. Paying attention. It's just part of the game anyway, if anything. Don't listen to him. No, I, like me going to pro, in the colleges the last couple of weekends have really made me realize, like, girls are whores. Like, they don't. <laughs> yo, like, like regardless regardless of where you go, I just said they were mean. I just said they were mean. Let me give you just some more game, too. They're just at that stage. Hundred percent. No, the, the and they stage can be. They're at. So no, if if those if they when if I they're told be you stage... when you were in your relationship, when I said, listen, let your girl go to college and go get stretched out. Yeah, women are a different she's story. Going, like, they're she's gonna going up. to go to school and go smash yeah, yeah, yeah. three players on the hoop Football team. team. And you're over there trying to say, I love you. Dominic let her go live Memphis. her life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And whatever happens, you don't know when she comes back if that's the case. But right now, you don't need all that. 100%. Go do your thing. So, Agreed. Yes. The only thing softer than catching feelings for that is your boy Mac Jones in his fucking ankle sprain look oh, like he got terrible. shot nah, from a sniper. I, 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 I ain't watching that. Hey, what did I tell you when I found out what the Mac stood for in Mac Jones? McCorkle. McCorkle. Yeah. You got to trade him. You ain't winning. That's just like Pat, Mac, the, McCorkle? McCorkle is what Mac stands for. So, so his first name is McCorkle? No, yeah. it's his middle name. So it's, I forget what his first name is. Imagine it's, it's like Steven. Snorkel. No, it's like, it's Snorkel what, McCorkle. No, but the Mac stands for McCorkle. And Corkle. once I found that out, I was like, you got to trade this dude. Yo, he's a mean gritty, though. Yeah, well, he looked like he, he fucking, died, and yeah. all he got was an ankle sprain. He looked like fucking Ricky when he got shot in boys. No, you seen the hood. picture Stay of him? Stay up, Trey! Like, Yo, he after he won the awful. national championship with his college team, and he's smoking a cigar looking like looking, fucking looking Humpty like Dumpty. He, like, looking like he does, uh, he rapes lacrosse players at Duke. <laughs> his name's Michael McCorkle. Mike Jones. You got to trade him. Mike you know, Jones. You know Mike what I think Jones. the Patriots need? They need, uh, they should trade for God and Minshew. He's Philly's oh, backup. Him. Oh, I yeah, fucking yeah. love Mustache him. Man. He's, he's yeah. a backup right now? Yeah, he's on Philly. He was doing great at Jacksonville. Yeah. He yeah. was doing C-level. Dude, yeah. I love his I'd stash. like to have him, though. Yeah. He's got that Patty season. Pimlet X Factor. Fuck him too. I love Patty Pimlet. What are you talking about? Fuck him. He's hilarious. Great. He's from the wrong country, so he can go fuck himself. Is he from Wales? England? No, Liverpool. He's from Liverpool. Nope. 
He don't fuck himself. He Dude, don't like the queen. What's with you in England though. today? Jesus Christ! It's every day, thank every God. Day, this is all right. It's, yeah, never, it's, it's every day, bro. So yeah, I think the Patriots need to get in on Gardner Minshew. Get rid of Mac Jones because his name's Makoko, and he cried when he got a sprained yeah, ankle. Yeah, he gotta be out. That's the gist of our podcast today. Oh, Clay Thompson tore his Achilles. Yeah, and walked back and shot his free throws. Yeah. Kobe Bryant got yeah, up and yeah. shot his free throws. Yeah. What's, this, a, what's dude, the equivalent of a free throw in football, though? What's the equivalent of a free throw? That is fuck a free throw. The dude, one dude sprained his ankle and one guy tore his Achilles. Well, I don't care what you got to do. But then one dude's playing football and one dude's taking a free throw. One dude sprayed his ankle and cried and one dude... Tore his Achilles and shot free throws. I, understand I don't think what you're you understand saying, that. But the, Clay the pain Thompson pressure. came out and took a free throw all and you then keep, went back out, right? All you're hearing is free throws in football. You're not hearing sprained ankle pussy and Achilles tear. No, Tearing I, your Achilles but what did you is want one of the most Mac painful things. Not cry. Okay, that's a good that's fair. But I'm that's saying, what I want. I'm saying go back and out play. What did Nobody's, you want to do? No, I didn't one time. You don't listen. I didn't one time say you should have went out and played. I said that man spread his ankle and he looked like he cried and well, got carried off the field. Can you understand how my misconception was when you said nope. Kobe came out and took his free throws and then Clay Thompson came out and took his free throws? So they came yeah. out and played. And then they tore, you said, I'm no, no. not worried about him coming out and playing. No, nobody said that. What I no, said, what? listen, stop, stop. Listen, what I said was two dudes tore their Achilles and still shot free throws while the other dude sprained an ankle and cried. cried. Yes, he shouldn't have cried. I didn't say anything about him playing. I said the man cried because he fucking sprained his ankle and got carried off by two linemen out of the field. Bye. Yeah, he definitely shouldn't have cried. I'll he sprained his ankle. He should have told them, like, bro, I got to be out at least three to four weeks. I look like I cried. I cried out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I need surgery. Yeah, I don't y'all, care. Y'all, y'all like, need a report that I fucked my shit up. Yeah, I, I can't play. Like, I got surgery. I need at least two screws in my ankle. What did Bill say about it? Probably wants he's to not, trade him he now. He said he's not a uh, doctor. Probably, probably doesn't respect them. Because I saw he had he had a press conference about it. I just didn't hear what he said about it. So yeah, I just don't understand how he looked and acted like that. That was like Paul Pierce getting taken out in the wheelchair. Awesome. <laughs> You're like my Paul Pierce. Well, I'm your Paul Pierce. Yeah, I wheeled you off. <laughs> yeah, but at least I didn't just have to take a shit. That's no, why Paul no, Pierce got you just pissed all over the room. There you go. That was different. But that's why Paul Pierce, they say he got to take a shit. Yeah. That's hilarious. That's funny. So, well, they weren't taking him out of the game. No, but he shouldn't have did that, though. It was tough to go out in the wheelchair and then run back like you will. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we also got the GIF interview this week. We're going to add that to this. I hope you guys um, appreciate this interview. Um, before I get into that, though, I hope you appreciate this little weird segment with this young guy, adding him into it. Yeah. Figured I didn't want to give him just a regular interview like everybody else. He's been on a few different podcasts. And who's your favorite rapper? And when did you start rapping? And all that shit. I know that this audience, you don't really give a fuck. Have you uh, ever been on Lisa Walters' podcast? <laughs> I have not. He loves it. But uh, 
So Penny, I didn't. Penny I didn't want. Been trying to get me on. I didn't want to do one of those type of interviews well, with you. I figured I'd bring you in with regular topics that we were talking to before we got into another interview. So figured give you. A, we're trying to get a little younger demographic too to listen to us. Who oh, better man, than God. the the kid himself over here? Mm-hmm. Plus, yeah, I'm him. I, we were trying to figure out between your work schedule and all that for you to get on here because. Yeah. People have Wild. asked have a, about who's the kid on the song and where can I get his music and shit like that. That's all they really give a fuck. When they start listening to your music, they'll find out fucking what oh, you man. got going on. We just need you. You know what I'm saying? Go click and follow. Shout out your Instagram and shit again. Shay.617. And Shay on all music S-H-E-A. platforms. So, yeah. Like go check butter. that out. Go follow him. Mm-hmm. We appreciate that. And, um, yeah, this interview coming up now with GIF is special because we said in the last one, it's only the second podcast he's been on. Yeah, I challenge you to go find not some audio of GIF. He uh, was on Misha Tate's because he trains her, of course. So other than that, Todd, you ain't getting him on some shit. I definitely got the family love. Family. I appreciated it. It was pretty good. We had a little technical difficulty just with his service for Let a second. And then his daughter called during the interview, so we ended the interview on that note for a solid dad move. But we appreciate the interview. Good dad vibes. Great dad vibes. It was a solid interview. We appreciate Gift's insight. He tried to interview us for a second, doing what Gift does. Um, I spun him right back, but... <laughs> We appreciate you for it. And yes. We just want you guys to stop by the Luxury Box Barbershop on 649 East Broadway in South Boston. Pete's the barber there. My barber's Mark. Shout out Johnny. Don't forget him. Johnny's in the first chair, fucking happy as ever. Scally Cap. Shout All out to Cube, my boy Carter, and my man Freddie. He's been settling in pretty nice, right, Pete? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Freddie's the linebacker? No, Freddie's uh, the new barber in there. He's been in there for a few months now. Oh, um, wasn't he a high school football player? Yeah, he 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 loves football. He well, loves, I didn't know that. Yeah, he I loves talk football. about other shit with him. Yeah, he loves football. He loves football. He does. Freddie's good. Freddie. Uh, so yeah, you go in the barber shop, get yourself a good haircut, meet the guys, pick one of your barbers. They're all great. Pete's fucking booked like you read about. I'm and, very busy. Mark is too. I mean. Everybody's busy yeah. in a good day, but yeah. a, co- a couple of the guys take walk-ins. A couple of the guys just take appointments. You can come see Roxy without without she's, an appointment. Yeah, she's there. Actually, she does take appointments. So she just does. come by the luxury box. Yeah. Say what's up to Pete. Six forty nine East Broadway in South Boston. Yeah, we appreciate them guys too. Not even just because Pete's fucking sat next to me. No, but great barber shop. It is good. It's a great time. And they're definitely uh, sponsoring this little interview that we got with GIF. And we'll see you guys next week, man. Later. See you later. Take it easy. Peace out. As you guys know, we got our Holy Trinity interview situation going on here. And we already have part one, and we appreciate Pony Pagoa. And now we have his trainer, and we're going to look at that side of the fucking MMA world. We got infamous Jimmy Gifford. For interview two, ladies and gentlemen, Jimmy Giff. What's up, Giff? What's happening, my man? How are you? 
Oh, I'm amazing. How you doing, pal? I'm good, man. Good I'm... to hear your voice. Good to catch up. Always. I'd like to introduce my partner, Pete. Pete, this is my man, Giff. What's up, Jimmy? What's happening, Pete? How are you? Good, buddy. How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. Thanks for talking with us. Yeah, man. You know, it's not something I do, but... You know, I know, I family. know. I heard, so, I know. So Yeah, I'm in. So I'm in with y'all. In our first interview, we did uh, Pooney, right? And um, yeah. while we were interviewing him, like, hey, I got I got GIF um, getting interviewed. He was like, good luck with that, brother. And I started laughing. I was like, <laughs> nah, I already locked him in. I said, listen, I'm in the same fantasy football league with him. He ended up being home. It was like an amazing circumstance that we got to bump into each other. I said, but... We're like family. I said, Giff's like my cousin. I'm like, his his cousins are like my family and cousins, and it's a whole weird thing. I've known you my entire life, and I was t explaining yeah. to him that, like, you deserve everything you got, man. I'm so proud of you and everything you, you accomplished, and not even just, even if you didn't accomplish anything, Giff, the fact that you, like, left home and you're still out there, salute, my guy. I love it. Man, man, I appreciate that, you know? It's a uh, man, you know, it's, it's not easy as you know, coming back and seeing everybody, you know, you miss people, you know, you miss the vibes, you know, that's my family hanging out with you guys the other night, you know, being at the draft. Like I miss that. Some guys I ain't seen in eight, 10 years, bro. You oh, know, it was amazing. And, and yeah. So you miss that part of it. That's family and it will always be, but this has definitely become home. It's been 16 years now. Um, you know, this is home at this point, but family's always going to be in Boston. Oh, hundred percent. So if we could, if we could take dudes back like 16 years ago, how does like, like I try, I got into it a little bit, um, with Pony, you know, like, um, you know, you, you, you come from South Boston and, um, you know, like I said, I feel like I'm cheating a little bit cause I know you so well. And, um, and I'm, and I'm real proud of you. So, um, if you don't mind, let me Jimmy Giff you for a second. I called you the white okay. fat Joe to Pony. I'm like, he's like <laughs> DJ Khaled and Fat Joe. You, he'll gas you up so hard, and he truly means it. You'll run through a fucking wall for him. So if I could do that for you for one second, I explain okay. like you know, That's different. Yeah, you really come from a hard hard bottom, bro. Like you, you really come from yeah. nothing. You kind of really made it out, and you've kind of always been the dude to help people you've trained kids for free you were a youth worker like you've always been in some situation of like giving back or like your time has been like um more than money to so many different people and for you to be able to reap that benefit now is like uh is amazing and you deserve it so um if you could get into like you know how do you go from like um you were a youth worker and shit um Shit wasn't working out, and you became fucking Mr. Vegas. Like, if you could kind of like explain uh, that for people. Yeah. So I, I appreciate everything you said. That was that was nice. Um, it's crazy to hear sometimes, but you know, growing up in Southie, I just wanted to be a trainer. I was around the fight game as a little kid. I wanted to be a trainer. I started getting around some of the OGs, and uh, they started, you know, taking me under their wing and passing down knowledge, and you know. Nowadays, you don't see it as much. Guys just decide to become trainers, which is crazy to me. But hmm. back then, you had to do like an apprenticeship. Like you needed to be around the OGs and learn how to be a trainer and learn different techniques. And 
different secrets. So from Bernie Doherty to Butchie Atado, you know, your Jimbo Currens, your Tommy Connors, just OGs in the boxing game in Southie that would tell you different stories and you'd learn different tricks of the trade and kind of come up that way. So when I was 12, 13, I was in the gym with those guys, kind of learning the craft and holding mitts for some fighters and picking up from different trainers as I went and, you know, got more involved in, in, in the Junior Olympics and the amateur programs. And even, even you know, then I was, fuck, you're supposed to be 18. You're supposed to be 18 years old to, uh, to get your license, to be licensed as a cornerman. Amateur or pro, you got to be 18. And I got a fake baptismal record <laughs> from St. Peter and Paul <laughs> saying that I was 18 when I was 15. Father Murphy. And it, yeah, <laughs> and it allowed me to work corners. I was only a 15-year-old kid. So, you know, I look like a young 18-year-old. That's what I used to tell everybody. <laughs> so I was cornering guys at 15, and it was just what I did. And, you know, I always had this belief that I would train champions right in Southie and I could do it and, you know, it's something I really wanted to do. And as you get older, you realize, you know, it, it's not easy to train a champion, A, and then to do it in Southie is a little more difficult because you got the streets, man. You got people that just get dragged down. So many so many guys had so much talent that really could have made it back home, but the streets kind of dragged them down. So I didn't realize as a kid how hard that would be, but as I got older, I started realizing it. And, um, you know, working with pros, getting around New England more, spending some time in New York and getting around. And like you said, becoming a youth worker, that was my job. Like, that's how I paid bills. That That's like what I did for a living. But I was still training fighters. And as you know, coaching basketball, like I, I, I love to give, like you said, and to coach and just, just be in that team atmosphere and that community. So that was important for me growing up. And just sticking with it, you know, Flab, like training guys over at the Roxy. And maybe if you got a big fight, you're on ESPN too, you know, going to Mohegan Sun or Foxwoods and you get a room for a couple of nights. And that was like, you kind of made it, man. If you're training from Southie, that's like, you made it. You're, you're out of Foxwoods on ESPN too. And, you know, you're making a couple of thousand and you think you're the shit. And to me back then, I was, you know, 19, 20, 21 doing those things. And, you know, to hear Michael Buffer say, let's get ready to rumble. And that, that, that was like everything to me, you know, and I thought that was like, that was it. You made it and you grind it out, you dig it out and you keep hoping that the next guy can win a couple of fights and you get back there. Um, but then, you know, things kind of went south. I, I, I lose my job. Um, about 40 people lost their job. They lost funding. It was a Department of Labor funded program that we were doing different things out of. And now I got no job. Car gets repossessed. I'm working, you know, at a bar a couple nights a week to put a few dollars in my pocket and, you know, hit the down point, the struggle, you know, my low point. And, uh, you know, ironically, the phone rang from, you know, a kid I did business with way back in the day in the 90s, and it just happened to be Dana White. And, you know, reaching out to an old friend, he was like, hey, I need you come out to train him for a reality show that he was going to box Tito Ortiz. And that was a 12-week deal. And uh, September 3rd was 16 weeks, bro. So <laughs> amazing. I think my life, yeah, yeah, I've been here for a while. Like I said, family's back in Boston. This is home now. 
Um, and yeah, it just kind of took off, you know, just training more fighters out here. I guess the way it really started MMA wise was Peter Welch, Southie legend in his own right, got the gym, you know, still going strong out there. Yep, Peter Welch's boxing gym. Yeah. He still got his thing going on and he was a pro fighter and we were in business together, him, I, and Dana. And, uh, Peter had worked on the ultimate fighter season one with Kenny Florian, another local dude. Yeah. And Kenny made it to the finals and Peter introduced us, said, yo, you know, this kid could use some hands, help him out. He was the first MMA fighter I worked with. And that was in like late 2005. Um, and then I get out here September of 06, not really training fighters, spending more time training Dana meeting some different people, getting around. And the very first fighter in Vegas that I picked up was a unique situation because he was fighting for the title, his next fight. But we had 16 weeks because they had to film the Ultimate Fighter show, and that was Forrest against Rampage. Oh. So my very first fighter in Vegas I pick up, I win a world title. Um, you know, and that, that, that's crazy. Like, you can't even make that up. No, what do you kind of what I walked into. Yeah, what do you think right there? Like, that's kind of like your first shot at it, and you win a title, and you've had all these years doing boxing. And is yeah, it, do you think, I, like, <laughs> oh, shit, this is easy, or do you, do you understand? Well, I said that out loud. I, <laughs> I know that, you. Oh, I said it out loud. I said, wow, this shit's easy. I'm going to get a bunch of these things. And then, then I realized, wow. Really not as easy as I thought. I mean, Forrest is special. Yeah, yeah. I took 2009 with Forrest, and then, man, it took till 2016 again with Misha, when she beat Holly to win my second world title. But, you know, I've gotten the opportunity to work with so many world champions, and guys that have won world champions. You know, two, three fights after I'd worked with them, and I've spent time with some of the best fighters in the world, but. I don't consider them my guy. Um, I've gotten brought in to do some specialty work, whether it was with Conor McGregor, uh, TJ Dillashaw, Cody Garbrandt, um, a number of guys, you know, so I've, I've worked with a lot of guys that have become world champions, but I didn't consider them my guy as I did with, you know, Forrest and Misha. Those are my everyday fighters. And, you know, I got 18, 20 fighters I work with now a ton of the UFC, um, a local guy, Calvin Cater. He just announced mm -hmm. he got a five round main event. Uh, that's October 29th here in Vegas. That's my birthday. Him and I have been working. Yeah. See, all right. So him and I have been working for like six, seven years now, part-time work. He's a local dude from back home. The cartel. Always got to look out. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I'm so I always, I always, yeah. I always got to look out for those dudes. So we've been training Rob Font, Font Calvin Cater, yeah. that whole crew. Um, so what's they, the kid yeah, from Manchester? Nick Fiore. Yes. Nick Fiore, the new yes. kid. Yes, he's a great jujitsu yes. guy. Gif. He's great. All right, so check it out. Nick Fiore is coming out with Calvin Cater uh, this Sunday night, and they're going to do two weeks with me for this camp Dope. here in Vegas. Um, yeah. So I'll train Calvin Monday through Friday at 6.30 p.m., uh, for the next two weeks, I just got off the phone with management. They're excited to be coming out. Um, so he'll do two weeks with me for this, and then he'll come back two weeks before the fight. Dope. So I'll get some good time with him for this camp. And I like to do that, man, you know, where they're not my full-time guy, 
but I get involved in the camp. I do some film work and I get to put my touch on it. And again, it's a guy from back home. Oh, so right. do anything I can do to help dudes back home. I had a Southie kid that's a one and no boxer, Safalo, Anthony Safalo. He come yes. out, spent a week with me, helped him out. Like straight up, if you guys know a kid that's in the fight game and he's in Vegas and he wants to get down, like come see me. Awesome. I'm never too big or too bad to work with anybody from back home. It's what you do, bro. Yeah, that's like, and I feel like, Flab, that's what you're supposed to do. Like, I didn't 100%. even know questions asked. Like, if, if you don't do that, you're a dick. Like, like if what? I was, when we were talking to Pooney, right, um, I was explaining to him, I'm like, listen, even if you, like, suck, I'd still be friends with you. Like, I wouldn't really promote you too much, but I'd still be friends with you because you're a gift guy. Cool. Like, you're my dude, bro. Like, for whatever you need, yeah. I got you because I got introduced to you from gift, bro. And I, I explained it to him, like, you know, you think he's special and um, um, you had you, know, you had high regards for him. Right? Yes, that's, I really do. I think he's a world champion in the makeup. He's like my son, Flab. Like when I go to Boston for two weeks on vacation, he stays at my house. Pony stays at my house with my dog, and him and his girl bring their dog over and they hang out in the pool. And they even have cookouts at my house when I'm not here with like ten Hawaiians. <laughs> They'll be deep up in here. And they, yeah, they they hold it down, man. I love those guys. So yeah, we yeah, had Pony a, special. We had a pretty interesting interview. You know, getting getting to know him as a person. I thought that was more interesting than uh, talking about his fighting stance and his style and all that. I think um, who he is as a person um, really should go far because he's got a lot of talent, and people are gonna think it just happened overnight. And the kid's been grinding. Like people need to understand oh, that man. and respect that. And I let him know. You know, when me and you have talked and, you know, I explained to him how far we go back and listen, he hasn't said this type of shit about other people. So for him to tell me this about you, like, bro, keep your blinders on and keep doing it. Like, sky's the limit. Yeah, he, he, he really is special. Like his IQ, his ability to be coached. Um, I mean, I, I tell people like you, Khan is like the the guy in MMA where you look at his boxing and say, you know, it's probably the highest level in MMA. There's some other good dudes, but Connor has like a sharpness to him, that accuracy, that smooth style, crafty. I mean, he hung in there with fucking Floyd Mayweather. Whether you think Floyd carried him or not, he was in there. Like he, and he belonged. He landed punches. Like right. that was unheard of 10 years ago in MMA. So he's got somewhat of like a boxing style uh, striking and ponies is that I would bring Pony to boxing gyms and straight box guys and he would get the better of it so much so he said to me he was thinking about boxing at one time because <laughs> he was having so much fun with it but obviously we stuck with MMA and it was a good decision but his striking especially his boxing is high high level high high level shit and you know the MO right now is take him down grind him his wrestling's kind of his kryptonite and He's putting more hours into it in the last two years, and it ain't that easy no more. In his last fight, his grappling ended up dominating the fight, and it surprised everybody but us. <laughs> it was kind of like about time we got to show it. He speaks um, uh, very highly of you too, by the way. He's oh like, man, whatever coach him, says, I'm with it. No, he, 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 we always talk, like even the other fighters, guys that are ranked top three in the UFC, They'll watch me coach him, and they're like, dude, it's like playing a video game. You yell shit. He just does it immediately. The trust and confidence in each other. And 
you know, it works both ways. If I go out there and tell him to throw a jab, he starts getting nailed with right hands. He's going to be like, fuck you. I ain't listening to you every time <laughs> I do. I'm getting fucked up. But, you know, when you tell a guy, hey, look for this, look for that, and it not only works, but you end up knocking guys out with shit. Yeah. Fighters are like, all right, whatever you say, coach, I'm just going to listen <laughs> to you. It works. So we've had that, uh, you know, a few times where I could yell a few things and not only did it work, it stopped the fight. And at that point, his confidence in me was just through the roof. So it worked out. I mean, honestly, he's, he's like a son to me. Uh, I got a guy, I got a guy, Natan Levy, uh, from Israel that I've had literally from day one. He had no experience in any sport. He never played any sport. He did some uh, dojo karate shit, but, like, not really fighting. He never fought, never wrestled, nothing. And we started, and I told this poor kid, in 10 years, I could get you to the UFC. And in six years, this kid from zero fights made the UFC. He's uh, one-on-one in the UFC now. Those two kids are special to me. So when you get a guy that you take from zero or a guy you take and completely change, Pony didn't move the same. When I first met him, I had a style in different roles. And I was like, dude, you're built for this style. You're built to do this. And he didn't understand it. And over time, that's why I tell you his IQ, over time he figured it out and uh, put it together. So it's special for sure. There's no doubt. Yeah. It it seems like a match for both of you. It's like uh, the respect you both show for each other is uh... – you can see it from uh, the outside looking in. And when those two energies match, man, special things are going to happen yeah. for both of you guys. So let me ask you this. Then, you know, we're talking to me, and I know I'm the interview, but how do you and Pete know each other, and how did this come you know, <laughs> about you? Because we've known each other for a long time, and you love to talk. You argue with the best of them. That's who you've always been. Since you were six, you talk and argue. So that ain't a surprise, but just – you know, if we could do a quick two-minute drill, how did this come about for you? Because I never asked. And how did you and Pete come about? Okay, so um, Pete's a barber at the Luxury Box in uh, Blink's Barbershop. And, um, yep, yep. He cuts hair next to my barber. So um, yep. I got a little rapport with him. You know, when you're in the barbershop, you're talking a lot of shit. So he's got me. Barbershop talk. No yeah, he's, he's got me in some uh, hot topics. And, you know, we, we developed a little decent rapport. And... Uh, I was just developing a relationship because uh, it's not just my barbershop. Uh, it's my best friend's barbershop, so I'm there a lot. And um, so I, I hang out with him more often than um, I should, <laughs> to be honest with you. But um, <laughs> we developed a little relationship, and I just wanted to know if, like, Pete was that or if he was, like, uh, trying to be a character in front of me. So I, like, let it be for a little while and... Uh, Pete's is advertised. Pete's fucking out of control gift, man. He's got this whole so character, and he's living it, and he's nuts, man. What's Pete, up? where you from? Revere. Okay. I'm a North yeah. Shore douchebag. Yes. Flabbo yeah, hangs no. out. Flabbo's boy is a North Shore douchebag. <laughs> but you know what, though? Seriously, there's nothing like So, you know, in Vegas in 16 years, what you learn is the regional foods, bro. Yes. And I'm not a skinny guy, Flav will tell you. Like I, I earned my look. So <laughs> when when I when when I get home, there's certain foods I gotta have. Yes. And I have a four year old beautiful daughter. Um and she lives in Melrose Mass for her mom who's this mom. I couldn't have wished for a mom for my daughter. But she grew up in Melrose. Gift. My daughter and her uh, one second. Yeah. Your mic's going out. 
You got a, uh, something's going on with your mic. Can you hear me? Yeah, you sound like a robot a little bit. Is it any better? Nope. Okay, give me a second. Let me try to give you another headset. I apologize. No, no worries. You just wanted to talk about your daughter. I didn't want that to mess up. Nah, I got headsets all over the place. So let me find um, the other one. I don't want to sound like a robot for anybody. He says the internet's not the headset. He said you, you you're all right right now. Uh, any better? Yeah. Any better now? Any better? Yeah. <clears throat> I took out one headset. One in. All right. So back to they live in Melrose, and I'm I've, I've been spending some uh, time on the North Shore the last couple of years, Pete, and even in Boston slash suburbs, South Shore, North Shore, the fucking food is so different. Like, you can't get a better roast beef sandwich than on the North Shore. Now, we could argue if it's Kelly's or Glenn's I have or, it. you know, I, Liberty Bell. When you Bell come back, or, I have it for you. What is see? it? So, I got but him. you can't find that. You can't find that roast beef sandwich on the South Shore, bro. No, you can't. And then vice Mermax versa, South Shore the got place. those bar pizza. Yes. South Shore got those bar pizza. Linwood, Town He knows. Yeah. I was 300 pounds, <laughs> yeah. Giff. I was 300 pounds at one point. <laughs> oh, yeah, Giff. He used to so be a know. big dude. He was out of control. And then um, he used to get all fucked up and shit. And then uh, okay. he got his heart broken and just fucking went on a fucking tear. He's been fucking everything that's moving for the last, like, five years. And doing... Good for you. Oh, yeah, GIF. I live vicariously through this fucking nut. He's like, uh, As you should, we had an episode where he fucking went through fucking Tinder messages and, like, his DMs. And oh, man. He got an award from Tinder. Like, yeah, he's fucking nuts, dude. He's fucking, he's man, doing his thing. He, he's he's so, living it, so, GIF. Let me tell you what, Flav, you're proud of me, and I appreciate that. You had said to me, I got a uh, memory like an elephant. I always, you know, remember shit from 30 years ago. But <laughs> I remember, you know, 15 years ago, you had said to me, and the way you put it was, bro, a lot of people get the ball, but they fumble it before they get to the goal line. Fact. He said, my man, you took that shit to the house on a couple of occasions now. 100%. And, I, you know, and I appreciated that when you said that to me. And that was like 15 years ago when you said that. If you've been doing it yeah. my whole life, you've been somebody. I told Pony, I, I was a little kid with your face on a T-shirt. Yeah, that's like, crazy. We, I saw her laughing. I'm like, listen, he ended up becoming my youth worker. It was whole, it was hilarious. Like, remember they had you bring you in the Southie High for me and Phil to get us under control? They didn't yeah. even know you knew me and Phil. It was out of control. Oh, bro. That's it. Man, you know what? I was talking to Ricardo, who you know you got to see the other night. Yeah. He's, he's a brother to me. And we were just talking about youth worker days in Southie. And the first time I brought him around was like a Friday night at like 1030. And I pulled up uh, on the basketball court in D Street in the van. Like I literally pulled around and pulled up on the court <laughs> and got out of the car and stopped the game. And brought dudes over like, yo, this is my man. Look out for him. He's going to be around. And he said, yo, it was like a Denzel movie or some shit. Like, you literally just pulled up on a court. And dudes were like, yo, what up, Giff? And I thought we were going to be in a fight. Like, dudes like, what the fuck you doing? I was like, nah, bro. I had respect back then. Like, it was a great community, man, to be able to grow up in D Street, then be there as a youth worker for you guys. And then the next generation with, like, Cream and Chris and Maddie and that generation, Al, Tommy, 
Gene. So it was unique to have you guys, you and Bill and Mike and that crew and Bobby, and then the next generation. So what's great about that, Flab, and I tell people this even to this day, if you go back and look at your crew and then that younger generation crew, 99% success rate, good dudes, bro. Oh, sorry. Just good dudes. You sorry. know what I mean? Good dudes. Like, no, nobody really got fucked up on this shit. Nobody really did hard prison time. Like, we were at, like, a 99% success rate. Obviously, we had some, you know, issues with dudes. But overall, bro, good dudes that are living good lives. Oh, Giff, it was all thanks to uh, you guys. Like, you, get, uh, Vic, Chop, Joe Kern, like, uh, JL, uh, I don't know, uh, for a second, crazy, Edie fucking more. Yeah. Shout out to Edie. Um, yeah. Like, the... Uh, when you're a kid, but, spare time is is dangerous. So like you guys filled all our time with fucking practice, or we, we used to go paintball and we go to movies. Gif, even like fuck being a youth worker, like your time, your nine to five. Like I'd be at your house watching fights. We'd be watching hoop games yeah. at Joe Curran's house. Like you guys like yeah. really took care of us, helped raise us, and like we always uh try to show you guys as much love as we could and we always talk big about you like not even just you you know how we are everybody but yeah. you especially like you know what i mean when you're not around you know i i swing that gift flag higher and faster than Bro, anybody you could that. see and no, um, i appreciate that man that means a lot to me no i love all you guys you know that you guys were just, we were just one big family man and you know we were in the projects we didn't have shit but we figured it out we had the best of times with what little we had we made it work, like, and that's who I am to the core, man. Like, I'm out here and I'm training world champs and I'm training fighters and, you know, these big main events in the UFC and get to travel. And, you know, I've gotten to do some really cool shit, man, things that I never got to imagine seeing I've gotten to see. And, that, and that's great, but I can't ever lose sight. Like, I'm that kid in D Street still, you know, and that's, that's who I am to the core and I'll never change that. And I'm still that dude out here. I'm sure Poonie told you that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Once I started talking shit about something, he's like, yo, that's what I was like, get for this and that. And I'm like, that's just what we're doing out here. Yeah. No, no, man. So, if you can go anywhere in the world, but you're guys. a dude from D yeah. Street, man. Yeah, I'm always going to be. You know, I represent that, too. You know, if you see me at any fights or anytime I'm on somebody's Instagram or something, I guarantee you I got a Boston shirt or something to do with back home representing hard, hard. Gif, Always. The, one of the first times I came out there, I was in like a Yankee hat and I was in the casino and you were with a girl and you were like, you'll just know him when you see him. And I had Yankee <laughs> shit on. She's like, yo, that's a dude from Southie right there. That's <laughs> just, yeah. just what it is. So that's why we're like so proud yeah. of you that you didn't change. You are who you are. And like uh, you trained in fucking that. champs and up and coming champs. And, you know. No, the, I'm after it, man. I'm grinding, Flab, you know. That's why I'm here. Like, I'm in the gym, five fighters a day, five days a week, you know, banging it out. And a lot of these guys get some really big fights, whether it's five-round main events or, uh, you know, Jeremy Kennedy got a fight in Bellator coming up with Pico. And uh, the winner of that gets the title shot. It's a number one contender spot. So even the fights that in, in the UFC, they're big fights, and they're still getting paid like they're in the UFC. There's good money for these guys. Yep. Yeah. So... A lot of big fights, man, and it's great to be part of them. You know, it's a, it's an honor that they want me there, and it's a testament to the hard work that I've put in that, you know what, I've earned the right to be there in those fights and be around some of the big fighters, and I got a lot to offer them, you know. So 
you know, that, that, that's the payoff. I get to do what I love to do every day and I work hard at it still. And I have people ask me like, why do you still grind like that? Why do you take on up and comers when you don't have to? And it's a passion for me. Um, I love what I do, you know? So That's dope. it ain't work really, you know? I, 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 <laughs> if you said to me there's some kid from back home that wrestled in high school and he's going to move to Vegas and he wants to be an MMA fighter, like, let's fucking do it. I'll take you on. Like, let's make it a project. I love projects. Gif, how does it's it... It's a feeling. How is it from going... Like, when you were a boxing trainer, right, you were just kind of the main guy now you're kind of like mm -hmm. part of a pro like part of a team right this, this, yeah. is that how different is that yeah. no it's a big difference i mean like you said in boxing you're the coach and there's no other coaches you might have a strength and conditioning coach but you're the fight coach and mma there's so many disciplines and so many things going on that you can honestly have like five coaches in mm -hmm. the camp um so Obviously, money gets talked about because that's different. You got five people you're trying to pay as a fighter as opposed to just the one. and So you got to kind of figure that out early in camp. And then even though you have these four or five coaches, there's still a head coach. It becomes more like a football team where you got a head coach and then like an offensive coordinator, a defensive coordinator, and then maybe a special teams guy in there. And a good team kind of takes their roles. Um I'm fortunate enough, I'm over at Extreme Couture right now, spending most of my time, if not all my time there. Uh, everybody I work with trains out of there. And there's a handful of really, really good coaches in different disciplines over there. Um, and we all kind of cross-coach together. And I happen to work with Eric Nixick a lot. Eric works with a bunch of fighters in the UFC, Sean Strickland. Uh, he's got Francis Ngannou. Uh, the heavyweight champ. So Eric's, you know, one of the best trainers in the country. He's, he's, he's really good. And we're fortunate enough where we train about 12 fighters together. And there's a handful of situations where I'm the head coach uh, for the particular fighter. And he's the offensive coordinator. And he knows how to play that role and do exactly what I need from him. And at this, this point, it's been a few years. It's not even like a conversation. He just knows how to gel into that role and then there's you know another eight or nine fighters that he's the head coach and i'm the defensive coordinator and just having that professionalism and working together for so long like i know how to just gel into that role like he's the head coach in this situation so i need to let him do his thing at that position but i know as a defensive coordinator what i'm supposed to do and when i'm supposed to do it and he does the same thing so we're fortunate but that's really how it goes, Flab. Like, you got five coaches, and I've been part of a shit show or two where egos got involved, and it's like, what the fuck? But overall, man, over at Extreme Couture, whether it's Eddie Baraka or Nate Pettit, um, you know, Jake Shields is over there as a coach, Ray Cepho. Um, you know, there's a, a number of really good coaches over there. So we all work together, you know, and just you kind of fit into – the, the fighter kind of, hey, I need you to be my head coach, or hey, you be my striking coach. But nonetheless, I got to run. My daughter's calling me to say goodnight. I Giff. I got to run. Giff, thank you, I, brother. Hey, I appreciate absolutely. you. Absolutely. My pleasure, boys. I love you. Take care. Love you. Later. So, unfortunately, we got cut off short there with Giff, but I do understand. 
because I am a father of two, and I so appreciate that dad move right there. I can't be mad at anybody awesome. whose daughter calls and duty calls because uh, it's a three-hour difference. His daughter lives over here on the East Coast, and he's out there on the West Coast. So I know he does uh, bedtime stories with his daughter every night, and uh, can't be mad at that. We had some more questions, and... Um, had a couple more things to ask and talk about, but um, we definitely appreciate it. I guarantee you, you can't find three interviews with Giff in them. No, you can't. So, however short it was, it's so appreciative that we got to have it because, um, like I said, you don't do that. I think he did a Misha Tate's podcast, Oz. And he did do Misha Tate's. He did um, some like written interviews, but as far as audio, I'm pretty sure it's just us and Misha Tate. So it's pretty good company. Yeah, Misha Tate, fuck you up, huh? I mean, if we standing up punching, yeah, she'd fuck me up. <laughs> See, I'd hit her with a fucking stool too. <laughs> Flavos beating women. <laughs> that's <laughs> with, what we're gonna take weapons. out of this. <laughs> this no, is I'm just it. not getting beat up by one. That's what's gonna happen. Nah, hey, she, I would. Hey, no, it's weird, right? Is I was at a Yankee game mm-hmm. and she was there after her fight. Kind of hot. Whoa, yeah, she was. She she got beat up though. Like uh, she that's lost really anyway. Hot. So she uh, she had like a broken nose or something because wow, well, she had bruises. Yeah, Easy it was to get in. it was cute. But I was gonna go over and say hi but i didn't want to do the oh i know gif and all that bullshit but i almost text gif to text her so i could get a picture to be honest with you but i ain't that dude so no but i wanted to get into um because where gif lives in a vacation place mm-hmm. he always gets called when people go on vacation right so like dave's on vacation in vegas right now right and not Dave in particular, but there's always somebody from like my hometown or something or anyone's home, like in Las Vegas at any time. It's a very popular tourist yes, destination. It sure is. And he's the guy from your hometown that everybody calls. And like he said, he's been out there for 16 years. Right. He don't even go to the strip. He don't gamble. He don't do none of that shit. No. It's all old news to him. But everybody calls him and is always like, hey, Giff, you got the hookup for this or I need this or what's up? Come out here. Come out there. He don't do anything. I always feel awkward because Giff's my guy. And every time I go to Vegas, if he's not somewhere else, I meet up with Giff and we get to hang out and talk and get to pick his brain on some things and how his life and his family and stuff like that. So once again, Giff, we appreciate your time. Um, I hope you're enjoying your story time with your daughter. And uh, That was part two of the Holy Trinity. Up next is your boy, the Bermuda's Triangle. Oh, what a treat. And all the other interviews have been on Zoom. And he's going to be our first in-studio guest. We're going to have him here. So. Flavo is going to be on a couch with the most two toxic males in Boston. And Pete's going to try to fucking take his shirt off next to him. No, I'm not. We're not going to wrestle You got to keep your shirts on both of you. All right, fine. We got you making rules in here. All right. You need your shirt on. No bare-chested men shit. Fine. All right? Fine. So. Really? 
No. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we'll we'll probably we'll probably just do like an actual episode with him. Yeah, just bring he's because he's. We'll talk about what we got to talk about, but then yeah. we'll just you know. Yeah, we'll keep him. He's funny. He's funny. Whatever's in the news and shit. So he's funny. Um, before we go, we didn't do one the last one because I forgot to fucking ask Poonie some shit, and I was gonna ask Gif this time, but we got cut off. So we need a. Uh, the Public Gardens High Five. Yeah. So Public Garden the Brand, Public Garden the Brand dot com, Public Garden the Brand on Instagram. Um I was gonna ask Gif what were his five favorite fighters that he trained. Because mm-hmm. I kinda thought he was gonna throw a couple boxes in there. Right. And I was curious to Who? Find that out. No, I thought he was gonna throw like a local dude in there. Let's do right. Jimmy LeBlanc. Okay. Because when I was talking about Gif in the mitts. Them two did mitts crazy. Him and this dude Pep. So I was wondering if he was gonna throw in like a local boxer or not. Mm. Um, but who's your fucking five favorite fighters? Then I guess you know gift, but no fighters. You I don't give a fuck. Do what you want. Um, We're freestyling now, okay. buddy. All right. Um, Khabib. I'm impressed with Khabib. Um, John Jones. We got that in the comments. Jones. Caitlin Chukajian. Um, Connor and Mike Tyson. When I was a kid, Mike Tyson was the mystique to it. It was. Which uh, Golden Girl Six? Ronda Rousey. <laughs> it was awesome until I'm taking it wasn't. a sip of water. That almost came out of my nose. It was awesome until it wasn't. She she just. You know what's funny? You know what I immediately thought uh, of? Her WWE for some reason. Yeah, that what that. No, I know. I forgot. She, she was like was a the, bad chick for a while. She was the first dominant woman. And then, I mean, then she wasn't. But, like, yeah, she couldn't take punches. Yeah. Well, talk, shout out to the women that could take punches. <laughs> that <laughs> that's, a, that's a weird flex. Um, I don't know. I'm not an MMA guy. So, I guess uh, uh, my favorite fighter of all yeah. time is Muhammad Ali. I know I've never seen him live. And, like, right. I'm not even sure if, like... He was kind of with it my whole life, but I've seen a ton of like movies, documentaries, and I've seen all his fights, and um, very impressive. Showman. Yeah, I talk a ton of shit, so like, I, I love Muhammad Ali. Then um, it's probably um, Floyd Mayweather. Okay. After that, once again, I liked him when he was Pretty Boy Floyd, like before all yeah. the like crazy hype. I was a big Floyd Mayweather fan, and then, like, a lot of my friends hate him because of fucking all the sideshows and all the antics and stuff, which is, ironically, like, I liked it even more. Right. Um, it's the same shit McGregor does. Yeah. It's, uh, it gets people to tune in. Half the people want to see you get knocked out, and the other half want to see you win, so. Um, then it's probably Roy Jones Jr., he was. He that, was. That was my was, dude when I was he younger. He was awesome. Yeah, I was a big Ron Jones Jr. fan. And then it's probably Mike Tyson. Yep. Um, I was young. I remember all the aura of Mike the Tyson hype and all was that. Wild. But I saw, like, you know, he wasn't really fighting like that when I was like a teenager and shit like that. So I seen more of those other dudes fights. Right. Um. Even though I've seen all Tyson's fights and shit, I'm just saying. And 
What's that for? Jones, uh, Jones, Ali, Ali, Mayweather, uh, Jones, Tyson, and five. Oh, Bones Jones. I'll throw in an MMA, dude. I love Bones Jones because he fucking, he'll fucking knee you in the chest. I hope he fights again. That's amazing. What's up with him? He just can't get his shit together? He's just always coked out and I, steroided it's up? It's just, it's such a weird thing. Like, really. Like, he says he's trying to get to heavy, super heavy. Like, who's addicted to cocaine? <laughs> Fucking. Like, dudes, dudes ain't addicted to coke anymore. Yeah, what are we doing? Like, he's come on, Bones Jones, dog. Get your shit together. Get your feet off the couch. Yeah. <laughs> get your feet off fucking... What's his brother? Remember his brother was Charlie Murphy. No, <laughs> Charlie no. Murphy, show me. No, remember Bones Jones's brother was naked in the police station because he was fucking Chandler. Sm- Chandler on the K two. Smoking K two with Gronk. Yeah, yeah. They had, uh, they had a. They used to have a radio interview with uh, Chandler Jones every fucking week on EEI. Hmm. They used to be like, "Who wins in a fight, the Gronk boys or the Joneses?" Because. His other brother played for the Colts. It was the toughest one, they said. And then there's Bones Jones. Yeah. But they said the Gronks because there's more of them nuts. Yeah. They're, like, they're, they're just a different fucking breed of fucking meatheads. So, yeah, that's that's probably my fucking, you know. Yeah. And my Golden Girl 6 is fucking The Rock. How about that? Dwayne Johnson? Yeah, the Rock. <laughs> That's my favorite thing you maybe have said in 10 episodes. If we're going, yeah, I, my fucking brain just exploded. That's, that's that, my favorite that was, wrestler well, of all well, time. Well played. That was great. The Rock. So we appreciate you guys. and um, Yes, thank you. We love you for that episode. And um, tune in next week, guys. Cheers thank later. You. See ya. Uh. No shame, man. I've been rapping, I've been grinding for a better tomorrow. I'm feeling sour, cupping three, five, and smoke the gelato. Trying to take care of this music, feel like Drake on the motto. Joke Lugato, I'm coming with the craziest style. Yeah, they say I couldn't do it till I did it. What they say now? Never like being home, I was raised up on the playground. All my friends, my brothers, yeah, my bison, know they stay down. Now I'm never stopping till everybody get paid out. You here with me, so bear with me and bear witness. Raps should give you goosebumps and now your hair's sticking up. I've been working while your beard's filling up. I've been making all these hits.